That's right. We didn't get a rose, but we're still here. I'm your host, Mike Carosa, and with me, as always, is my co-host. Hey, it's Chris Mejia. And we've got great guests on this episode where we talk about a boring episode. So, you know, we're just going to have a ton of fun getting fucking nuts on this time. First off, I want to say both guests, repeating guests, coming back because we love them. We know you love them. Let's start by introducing, oh, you know, Second City alum. She's a recent model, and she's TikTok's own old woman. It's Stacey McGonagall. Hello. Hi. Oh, my God. What an uh, honor and a privilege to be here again, especially yeah. for the sexy episode. It's the sexy episode. <laughs> you know, Chris, Absolutely. We just had to have you, have you back for the sexy episode. Oh, um, I'm really excited. We um, heard you were a recent model, and we're like, all right, it makes, it's a yes. no-brainer. Yeah, absolutely. I am not, you know, new to uh, sexual desires and uh, dipping my toes in milk. So Boom. I'm really excited. Well, but what about oatmeal? Before you answer that, let's bring on our next guest. <laughs> <laughs> Your next guest might know a thing or two about oatmeal. Uh, also very sexy. <laughs> you know him from the Just for Last Festival and Kevin Hart's Heart of the City on Comedy Central. It's Bo Johnson. Hello, friend. Hello, hey. and I have never had sex, so this was a very exciting <laughs> episode. Bo, but, Bo really digging his heels into this whole no sex thing, when I know for a fact that it is true. He is a virgin. <laughs> we know this. Bo and, but, I um, made a, Bo and I made a pact that uh, we're not going to have sex until our third marriage, which is going to be with each other. Oh, that's wow. nice. Okay. Well, third that's marriage, nice. I guess we know what tanks the first and the second marriage. Oh, huh? the first marriage tanks because of lack of sex. The second marriage tanks because we're just competitive and wanted to outdo the first divorce. Mm. And then the oh. third marriage is real. Yeah. To yeah. be clear, though, uh, promises mean very little to Chris because <laughs> <laughs> on January 1st of 2020, our group chat got a message which was like, no more white women, 2020. <laughs> and i just like to say, if there was a baseball card for all of the women Chris has dated over the course of that year, that's, <laughs> that's impressive. stick wow. to it for maybe Man, a week. <laughs> airing out Chris worse than Matt airing out his dad this episode. Oh, that's yeah. Okay. But, okay, first off, <laughs> let me explain. Let me explain. I don't think we need one. <laughs> let me explain. First so off, you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the Antonio Brown tweeted no more white women 2020. I thought that was funny, so I shared that in the group as a joke. Mm -hmm. uh, and then every <laughs> yeah, Mike calls bullshit. Uh, and I you know, I just thought it was a funny tweet. I wasn't uh -huh. was philosophy that mm -hmm. not buying uh, especially <laughs> demographically in Seattle I could not follow uh, uh, and what you're Chris saying models. there's a lot of white people in Seattle Washington home of white people where the white people are made <laughs> where they, <laughs> they breed white people like factories here that's uh -huh. that's how white. <laughs> they're just assembled <laughs> yeah they're just assembled together using uh, gentrified pokey stands and uh, ice oh, yeah. coffee Okay. But well. if um if I if I may interrupt for just a moment, I'm really <laughs> glad that you you took your hoodie off, Mike, because I'm actually pretty warm. Oh yeah, you know what? Actually, hold on, actually, hold on, hold wow. on, Bo, real quick. Oh yeah, because wow. I'm pretty warm too. <laughs> yeah. So you wanna oh, no. you wanna? So, you wanna oh, no. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no! These motherfuckers, both wearing 
black Matt turtlenecks James. with Matt James on them. I want Planned one of this. these. Coordinated this. Couldn't let us in on the seat. It's like you, you and Bo host a podcast together. You don't think I'm Mike and I... Yeah, we, could, right we could afford a Vistaprint order. Why can't we get in on that? Yeah, is this why you wanted to record the video of this? Because uh, yeah. to capture the moment of our devastation. Like we look like out. fools. Yeah, <laughs> absolute fools. Yeah. We're wearing our own clothes. Well, Turnips. I do have, do you I guys do have, have two merch? in the mail with with Steve Jobs on it instead. So. <laughs> okay. These are incredible. They're very funny. These are and all all bow. This I have, does, I'm a very good gift giver. This I'm gonna is be one of my few talents in life. This is I'm gonna incredible. be 100% if I had to ask who it was, I'd know in my heart it was Bo, no doubt. Bo has told me about one of the gifts he's given to Mace Galoni, and I will never ever forget that gift for the for the rest of my life. Uh, that's just the con- printing on this is it's so shiny it's pretty, and yeah. chic and luxe. So, contacts. I sent Bo a TikTok of this this dude who he was just like, yo. Y'all G's got to start wearing turtlenecks. This shit makes me feel I remember this TikTok. Yeah. And I sent it to Bo like, yo, maybe that's why Matt wears uh, turtlenecks. And yeah. then Bo was like, uh, Chris, what's your what's your size and what's your address? I'm buying 30 <laughs> turtlenecks and sending it to you. And I was like, no, you better not. That's and he incredible. was like, I was like, I will only wear because I will only wear a turtleneck if you buy a matching turtleneck and wear it with me. And then <laughs> Bo was like, done. <laughs> and you a month it, later. <laughs> yeah, a month later, wow. he's like, hey, I got you a gift to help, you know, cheer you up. I know you've had a busy couple of weeks. Yeah, you uh, moved when places. are you free? Yeah. And then uh, I met up and he was just like, I got you a gift and I think it's the best gift I've ever gotten you. Son of a bitch. It's uh, really good. Like, it's, it's really good. Wow. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, I'm no, so this jealous. is, like, legit an amazing gift. This is, oh, Incredible. You have done yourself, Bo. That's why you both came in here wearing ridiculous jackets. I thought yes. I thought Bo was wearing it because it, it looked good, but I was like, okay, his place could be chilly. But I'm, yeah, I'm I here just watching Chris. Like, I know your apartment's not that cold. You have <laughs> worn nothing but T-shirts on, on this before. And uh, and that jacket's a little too much. So what what are you saying? What are you doing? I was weary, and here we are. A, a, a visual bit that the audience cannot see. <laughs> so I go, be, I go, go to our Instagram and Twitter feed for the screenshot that is gonna show this. So yeah, don't don't get me wrong, Chris. I you got to take the screenshot because this is this is. I, it. I feel. Let me take one right now. I feel like move your microphone my, out of the way so you can see it. Look oh, at this yeah, thing. You're right, you're right. Oh, Look this thing this is thing. just you beautiful. You. Uh, I feel like foreskin. Like I just like this feels like foreskin, and this is the this is yeah. the head. Yeah, um, the yeah. head's out to play. But now, like wearing it, I understand why Matt wears. Yeah, the you feel it's, powerful. I feel powerful. Like I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I feel very powerful. I mean, they, they like are a lot. Steve. Like they're chic. Yeah, they. You, you both look so rich. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, all right. Well, damn it. Uh, <laughs> well, Mike and I are just the peasants of the pod yeah. with our own teas. Uh, Stacy, what's something we could do quick? Uh, if uh, I'm gonna mail oh, yeah. you, um, I'm gonna mail you oh, a drawing yeah. of Victoria's Stein. Oh, what? <laughs> that was the first thing I reached for. Victoria's Stein. 
<laughs> Victoria <laughs> Sty sounds like the name of like uh, an author. It's a good band. Ah <laughs> 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 oh, man, this uh, look. Let's. I want to first of all thank you both for being here. I want to throw to you. Pledge. Both. Let's do the 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 the, the old friggin' social medias and the plugs up top. So while we have our hostage audience, uh, <laughs> before they dip out by the end. Uh, Stacy, oh. where can people find you, and what what would you like them to turn their attention to? Oh well, you can follow me. Like I, uh, Mike said, I am a recent model. I've decided to become a full thirst monster um, yes. at the tender age of thirty five. So you can follow me at the Stacy McGee on Instagram because uh, my last name's too long. Um, so at the Stacy McGee, and then um, I host a, a live sh- a, like kind of daily show Monday, Wednesday, Friday on YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, YouTube.com/slash The Regulars, and it's real fun. And you should come check that out at twelve thirty. How uh, yes on those times. Yeah. That's it. Check out the regulars. Also releases as a podcast, but check out the YouTube yes. uh, live show. A lot yeah. of fun. Uh, it's fun. It's a great time. I had a blast doing it when I was on, and I uh, loved it. And I would, you know, I I would recommend it to anybody. Oh, if is like there would be anybody on the fence, but if you are on the fence, some people are on me. the fence. So yeah, come me. on over. Mike agrees. I agree. Mm-hmm. Bo Johnson, sweet boy. As besides the turtleneck you've got. Where, what do you want people to, I'm shaking my head because the turtleneck's still making me angry. It's what, so good. <laughs> it's very good. Can you tell me, where can people find you? Where do you want to direct everybody? What do you, what do you, what do you want, baby? <laughs> you can, uh, you can follow me at the Bow Scout yeah. on any social media where I'll be launching my new clothing line pretty soon. Um, <laughs> all, all turtlenecks involved? of Wonderful. pictures wearing turtlenecks. So the next one is going to be a picture of. Chris wearing a turtleneck of Matt James wearing a turtleneck. And it's <laughs> oh. just going to keep going. Okay. Nice. All right. Now that's that's some deep stuff. And, uh, Bo, you don't want to tell them about your album that's available? You got stuff that you can, uh, you got comedy stuff out there. Tell people. Oh, I forgot I, about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess if you want to listen to a unplanned but then the world ended recording of me headlining, there's something on Bandcamp where you can watch better videos of me on YouTube for free and see other gifts I've gotten for friends and dumb pranks I've done on there too. Right. Well, you're pr- I remember one of your pranks went viral, which was the three guys in a trench coat at the movie theater prank. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I snuck into a movie theater <laughs> with my, my best friend um, wrapped around me under a large set of clothing. And, uh, and we, we ended up going a little bit viral, and then the next week, I think Jimmy Kimmel did it on his show with Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, which may be parallel thinking, maybe just happened right. a week after we did it. Yeah. Um, Stole it. But you know what? He wore it. I, I got to get played by Ben Affleck, and that's pretty good for me. I uh-huh. guess I'm Batman. <laughs> You're so, forgetting wow. the most important, interesting detail of this story, which is your video also went viral on World Star Hip Hop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We were, I was, I was walking down the street in Seattle with two of, um, Chris and my mutual friends, I think Alyssa Yeoman and, and Nat oh, yeah. Holt, and I had met this guy at another show who had seen the video on World Star, but to be clear, hardly anyone, I never met people generally who'd seen it, but he was like, oh, I'd seen it, and then we were leaving the Comedy Underground, and mm. this, like, pretty nice sports car pulled up. 
and this guy rolled down the window and you could see like Alyssa and Natalie kind of like roll their eyes like here yeah. we go we're about to get cat called and he was like hey world star <laughs> and no. it was the same dude <laughs> and then he drove off <laughs> oh yeah that's amazing <sighs> Glad it wasn't cat calling, but I, you know, but rather a recognition of something fun. Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess the other version is he could have yelled "World Star" and then beaten me up. That also, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, I didn't want to say, it, but that's usually what happens after somebody yells "World Star" as an attack mm-hmm. of some kind, or it's mid fight, mid fist fight. Um, Chris, where can people find you? And and don't forget, we also have a Twitter and Instagram for our this very podcast. Where can people find me? Uh-huh. You can find me at Tophermejia, T-O-P-H-E-R-M-E-J-I-A. There on we go. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. Uh, okay. Oh, in Venmo. You can add me on Venmo. Send me money. Uh, send, I love money. Don't request. Don't uh, request any. If you send me, if you send me money, I, mm-hmm. if it's a good amount, I'll send you a fee pick. Uh, that's nice. That's actually really nice that you're doing that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think it's the least I could do. You know. So can you repeat yeah. it one more time for Stacy then? The. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It'll be. The, I'm not. This. I'm not a foot gal, but I, I love. I love an entrepreneurial uh, mm-hmm. spirit. You know it's what? a hard also, word to say. I won't yeah. go back. I also forgot I mean, that Venmo not available in Canada. Sorry. Yeah, we don't what? Venmo. Yeah, we e- we email yeah. transfer. It's oh, way e- easier. So y'all don't easier. have Hulu and Venmo. What is? I don't. I no longer look at y'all with. Well, you know what? We don't have Discovery well, Plus Venmo, either. <laughs> but it's it's also like Venmo. Is when I lived in the States, it's just like <laughs> in Canada, it's just so much easier to send people yeah, money. It was like Venmo. And then there's like a, a profile public page where you exactly. can see that Nancy gave Chris three bucks for yogurt. And you're uh-huh. like, what? Yeah, what is Venmo, it? How do you know which couples are keeping track of one dollar at a time? <laughs> I know. It's so weird. I don't like that at all. That's. It's so you know strange. Now I understand why y'all have universal health care because it's just like y'all are having heart attacks over the fact that you can't use Hulu and Venmo in your country. Uh, well, we email. We can yeah, email we can each other money. Anyway. Yeah. No, but it's see, so, it's I use easy. PayPal when I'm dealing with the states, and even then, uh, it's yeah. you know not well, great because isn't that you know isn't that a what shitty I love company? about that oh. is that's like what my parents would say without understanding Venmo. They'd be like, could I email you money? And I'd be like, that's not a thing. And the answer in Canada is absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely you can. All we need is your email. We can send you anything. And then sometimes it makes you answer a password and then you get to know, you get to find out what somebody knows about you. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's a real cute, fun thing. Exactly. It's like a little mini game. And uh, yeah. Chris, you want to tell uh, everybody where they can find our podcast on Instagram and Twitter? Also, don't worry about it. If you fast forward long enough, which if you don't want to do this because you already follow us on everything, uh, go ahead. We're going to get into the episode. But, <laughs> but you know, uh, you th- we got to do this for the We didn't get a rose on Twitter and Instagram. We didn't get a rose. Uh, and then also, Mike, where can people find you? Well, thank you for asking me, Chris. Uh, people can find me at Mike Carroza, M-I-K-E-C-A-R-R-O-Z-Z-A on all platforms. Very easy to find. On Twitch, I'm Mike Carosa 91 But you might want to keep your eyes on Kyle Kinane's Twitch page on Wednesdays for the next little bit. Uh, actually, tonight, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, Kyle Kinane and I are going to be hanging out on Twitch while he plays Red Dead Redemption 2, and I try to get him to enjoy a game he very much dislikes. Uh, so come hang out with us. 
Uh, I've also got a Discord. I got a ton of stuff happening. My album, Cherubic, was not nominated for a Juno. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> Linktree is probably the best place to find me. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Mike Carroza. That's where you're going to find my album, my other podcast, Bummer Boys, this podcast, my Twitter, my Instagram, and uh, anything that you, uh, you might need from me. So... That's probably oh, the fuck. best way to find I need me. To send you, I need to send you my songs for Bummer Boys. I forgot. Oh, uh, we, we got a couple of days. Don't worry about it. You're, you're good. Okay. Yeah, we got a few days. We got like Ooh, the weekend. logistics of it all. Well, Chris, guess what, people? Chris is going to be on a, an episode of my other <laughs> Spoiler podcast. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, we're uh, keep your eyes and ears open for that one. Ding dongs. Now I'm bringing in the energy I have on my other podcast where I'm more aggressive. Um, so here we go. It's time to dive in. <laughs> I would love first impressions of this episode. Can we go around just like a thumbs up, thumbs down situation? Uh, did you like this episode? Yes or no? Stacey McGonagall, did you like this episode? No, in, in no, in no way did I enjoy it. Awesome. Bo Johnson, did you like this episode? I just <laughs> am really loving that. I think that the bachelor producers are finally finding a good ethical moral code to live by. <laughs> so that is on the fence. Chris Mejia. <laughs> Where are you at? Yes, because it's toxic, baby. No, uh, I hated it. I hated uh-huh, this episode. Uh-huh. And I'm going to go ahead and say this entire season's been very difficult. And this episode Bad. somehow topped all of it. So we start with the episode. First of all, we start with Rachel being like, I want more than I've wanted anything. The women are just talking together in the main room where they're like, can, can you picture what we're about to do? Isn't this crazy? And you find out that Michelle is going to get the first Fantasy Suites date. Mm. Okay. And then Matt says, one of the things I have trouble with is going deep. And he says his past relationships, he hasn't been able to commit very far, but that he wants it. But that has never happened for him, which red flag, red flag, red flag. Buddy, this guy's not uh, mature enough for this, and he just has to figure his ass out. But he's not going to. And so his dad is here to have a conversation. And at this point, which first I'm like, off, first off, I just want to say the fact that he is technically two weeks away from uh-huh, getting engaged. Right. And he says, I have never been able to commit is just like excellent TV. Um, that's that's like trying to sign for a house, and as you're signing the contract, you're like, I have a negative credit score. Like, I don't think, I don't think, I don't, no, that's not a good analogy. <laughs> no, because well, I think I've they'd always, stop you at that point, right? <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. I've always found that emotional breakthroughs usually come um, on a timeline with a strict deadline. <laughs> 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 It's so, I think it re like he just, there's no connection with truly any woman on this like season. Like I don't buy that he's really that into anybody. Like I think he wouldn't even be able to tell us their last names. And um, Piper, whose last name is also James. Yeah, so that he might be just that. in. He forgot. Let's be real. He he's like, one that. of you guys has my last name, and that's hilarious. Was it uh, Serena C? <laughs> Serena C. James? Uh, Good job, Serena Mike. James. We did it. We did yes, a yes, good yes. job. We did it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Also weird that he had this talk with his dad in the morning when right. he was like going to go have sex with a woman later. Like, <laughs> I, so, okay. One question I wanted to ask all of y'all was, have you ever had a deeply 
emotional, traumatic thing happen, uh-huh. and then that same day gone on a date with someone? Because I have. Um, okay, hold on a second. I feel like we need to unpack you saying I have after all of that. <laughs> because that clearly says you're expecting us to say, no, Chris, but do tell. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, what was the, yeah, what was the thing? <laughs> no, I was gonna say I was gonna say um uh, I, I asked because I thought everyone was gonna be like, Yeah, I've I've done that. Yeah, before. of course. I no, I don't go I rarely go on dates and if I'm gonna go on a date, I'm gonna make sure I have the least dramatic day before it. Because oh. I can plan for it because I don't do it often. Oh, because Mike, I don't believe myself. that to be true. I don't <laughs> believe that to be true in any capacity. But um, <laughs> this whole podcast is just a ruse just to get women to be like, Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you Mike. found it. You Actually, did it. yeah, because last time, Stacy, you were on was Mike being like, oh, I don't get dates. And it's just like, all Nobody right. Likes but it's, me. I'm such a it's soft boy. It's true. It's entirely for real. I don't okay. go out. Okay. I'm, I'm okay. married to my job, which has left <laughs> me in this pandemic. That's it's weird gone. because your email signature says that your name is Mike Drowns and Pussy Carosa. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because I'm being murdered by the very thing I desire. Uh, <laughs> I say that felt gross to say out loud. Okay. Because it's not, I don't crave, I don't crave, uh, as Chris crudely said, pussy. I crave a relationship with oh. someone I care about deeply. Oh, good save. Excuse me. I'm, I'm so not being, sorry I'm, to be I'm not vulgar saying save. I'm on being the episode real. about fucking. Okay. We keep saying it's about fucking, but how do we know? We don't see anything going anywhere. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I can't. Chris, I have never had anything traumatic happen to me before. <laughs> I forgot this is but where But what I would from. like to do is ask you, what's, what happened? Super short story. Basically, I think uh, just like me and what was it? (laughs) Something so traumatic. Oh, wait. What was it? It was so crazy that I and I went on a date. He knows it was a short story, but doesn't remember what it was. Like, no, hold on a second. The length. Oh, of this, I am certain. I think it was like something like I got into a really bad textual argument with someone where it kind of seems like we were on incredibly bad terms right afterwards. Mm. And in that same night I had uh, like a first date. So like, oh, if we're calling that trauma, then yeah, absolutely. I've been there. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, it wasn't like, yeah, no, no, I was it out wasn't here like, like car crash, witnessed a no, murder. No, 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 no. Saved no, no. a puppy from a windmill. I'm canceling <laughs> a date if something like that happened. Like, I'm like, I, I stubbed my toe once. <laughs> <laughs> you and this, this turtleneck. Yeah. Ouchie. Ouch. 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 I got I got to the restaurant and she goes, How are you? And I go, wait till you hear this. <laughs> I mean I had a I had a binder hit my face today and then my shower curtain rod fell on me. Oh no, that's, there's nothing more. <laughs> and I still wouldn't. Yeah, you are in perfect today. shape for a date, baby boy. I wouldn't oh, yeah. stop. I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't postpone or nothing. I would I would go forward. No. When the shower curtain falls and you're nude and wet and uh-huh. have to pick it up, it is rock bottom. So there really <laughs> yeah. is nothing. It's you can honestly, only go up from there. It's honestly 
it was so unfunny in the moment. But then when I hung it up again, I was like, that was hilarious. What a sequence of events. Because <laughs> <laughs> my shower is in front of two mirrors. And so uh, to be confronted with my entire being, uh, (laughs) but but right after the the shower curtain was like, we're giving up. It's too steamy in here. And then it just whacks me in the head and I'm like, who the fuck? Oh, it's me. (laughs) Uh, uh, This wasn't uh, a first date. But I remember I'm a very I'm a very German boy, and I was like, oh, I'll trim my chest up a little bit, and I Whoa. went too I went too far where I just took a chunk out, and I was like, well, now I have to commit. <laughs> um, and I remember, like, it was like a well, I had to keep. Well, it was either like I just would have one little shaved part where I'd go all the way and I made I think I I don't know if I would do this again I was like I guess we just do all of it and I was not looking forward to taking my shirt off uh that night (laughs) it's like I'm gonna get laughed at and did you um I don't know if they would have noticed if I hadn't told them right right right. I'll say this this is okay. This, look at us going for stories instead of talking about this boring episode. Arguably, right before the best part of the episode, and best part, I mean the most aggravating. Um, this is a story that I'm trying to maybe potentially work into a bit of stand-up, but it doesn't make it work so well because you think, oh, there's a little baby boy, and then I'm like, this story's about a time I had sex. Um, so I used to do a bit where I'd write uh, "fancy boy" on my stomach in Sharpie. And I thought it was just like so funny and it would just like oh, reveal no. itself by me like scratching my stomach under my shirt. And then people would be like, what the fuck? And I'd be like, oh, yeah, uh, it's just an affirmation. I like remind myself that I'm a fancy boy. And that was it. And then I so I was preparing for a show and I had fancy boy on my stomach. And oh, Sharpie. no. Mike's, it oh. wasn't a good bit. What? Oh, you guys. Sorry. I thought you were, you, you were just frozen. You oh, were just okay, frozen okay. for me. So I was just like, oh, I'm no, he's frozen. Sorry. Um, so I had Fancy Boy written on my belly in Sharpie and I was at Comedy Bar where I was doing a show and didn't do the bit, forgot I had the bit to do. And then I got a message from a, a, pers- a woman that I was seeing at the time and she was like, how about you come on over? And I was like, this sounds like a good, uh, good thing and I would like to be a part of it. <laughs> and then uh, and I went over and then while we were having sex, she just said, this would be a lot better for me if you didn't have Fancy Boy written on you. <laughs> And uh, first of all, that's when I knew it wasn't going to work out. But then second of all, I was like, there's nothing I could do about this now. Like, this is like days of work to get off. Like you are. This is I have used alcohol. I have used everything that Sharpie removal tricks. They don't not not for me somehow. Whoa. So that's such a that's a thing. So fancy boy. I just thought it was so funny at the time. And now when I think back on it, I'm like, she wasn't saying no to fancy boy. She was saying no to the fancy boy. And that's mm. when, you know, it's not going to work out. Oh, wow. Um, oh, I just Stacey, think that this would so be better for me <laughs> if you weren't at all the way that you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if she had phrased it like that, I'd be like, well, at least we can agree on something. But, you know. <laughs> um, and so... On the topic of trauma before a date. Yeah, so um, Matt's dad comes Matt's through. dad shows up, and here I am thinking, oh, shit. He must have reconnected with his dad before the show, and they have gotten close. Mm-hmm. 
And like despite because Matt kept bringing up throughout the season, like I didn't, my dad wasn't around. I didn't really have yeah. a dad. All this stuff. Like, so I'm thinking, oh, his dad's showing up. This must mean, like, they rekindled something. They were able to, like, get right. close again. And he's, like, close enough to be like, I need this conversation with my dad. Because I, I you know, what am I going to do? I value his input and so on. And then his dad shows up. And then he, it's basically, like, an attack on him. Like, the entire conversation is, like, you know. <laughs> I, I would like to be a dad. I want to show up. I want to be there. I'm emotional because I'm thinking of things that I've missed through. And his dad's just like, you got to let it go. And he's like, yeah, but when I needed you, you weren't there for the conversations. And you started other families. I wanted to have this conversation. So, like, I, I want to have this conversation so I don't do what you did. And when I heard him say that, I was like, man, if I, if I had a penny for every uh, every every drama that had a moment like this with an absentee father. Uh, Chris, you you messaged me an exact author by or screenwriter by. I was like, this is this whole <clears throat> talk with his dad, which is every climax of every Tyler Perry movie. Like the mm-hmm. only thing that was missing was like Medea waving a gun around and saying some random profound shit, while some gospel artist plays in the background. Like it was just so. <laughs> Like literally, I know y'all haven't seen Tyler Perry movies because you're white. Excuse but, like, me, if don't you had, do that to me. <laughs> if you have, or uh-huh, which you I fuck have. someone who was saw black Boo at some point in your life two in theaters Tyler in Austin, <laughs> Texas. I'll have you know. What? Well, well, oh. Okay, uh, mm-hmm. the, one of the arguably worst Tyler Perry. It's really movies. bad. It's really bad, but it's the one I've seen in theaters, and I would put them on at work when I worked at the video store back in the day. Well, so the old, old ones, like the first ones that he did, basically all of them were so formulaic. It was yes. uh, a woman who's in, they always feature a woman who's uh, with an abusive partner, leaves abusive partner for a guy who has a bum ass job, uh, but treats her right. Mm-hmm. Or they do the uh, single mom with the kid. Like one of the movies is legit single mom with a kid who plays basketball and then ends up getting drafted. And then the absentee father shows up the day he gets drafted yeah uh it's just like to a t like just that kind of <laughs> cliche and like it sucks because like that's his real life and like that conversation you could tell was such an important conversation for him that finally be able to have uh-huh. and it just sucks that all of america was watching this conversation exactly. happen mm-hmm. and like clearly this needed to happen off camera Oh, and yeah. like you would hope that Matt James was a part of the dis- decision for this to happen. Like I would hope right. he was like, I want to bring my dad on. But at the same time, I do not put it past the producers at all to be like, wouldn't it be grand <laughs> if we not only perpetuated the stereotypes that black men always run out on their families, but then have the son... Uh, have to confront his dad on national television, basically force everyone to watch one of the fa- everyone's favorite episodes of Fresh Prince when his uh-huh. dad comes back and Uncle Phil uh. confronts him. What if we did that, but we made it fun for nobody? Fun for <laughs> nobody. Fun. The entire oh, yeah. group chat was like, why is this happening on camera? In the entire time this was going on. If the dad had no idea, like none. you just see it on his face, where he, he was just like, "Well, I'm glad like you forgot this success." Yeah. And yeah, he's like, "Look at you go! I'm proud of you. You know, like good for you." And then it's like, it, "I want to be everything that is not you." And it's like, "Well, shit, dude! Like, you want to start fighting now? Are you gonna bring me on TV so I can whoop your ass? Like, get out of here!" 
It, it the whole thing felt like being in an Uber pool with a couple who's breaking up. Mm. Where it's just like, oh, there's no escape. I have to sit through this. Well, uh, you can tuck and roll, buddy. You can y'all should have done this <laughs> shit in private. Like, <laughs> there's ten more rides in this Uber, my guy. Yeah. Like, you, you can't. I think so. Uh, like, they they go it, on. He's like, I just want to make sure I don't I don't do what you did. I don't want to turn out like you. And Dad says, like, you could have had this conversation with me if you came to me. And he was, Matt says, well, there wasn't time. And it's like, there was, there was time. Buddy, buddy, if there was this, this is the last couple months at best. There, there was plenty of time. When you got a phone call from The Bachelor being like, guess what? We want you. You could have been like, hold up. Let me That's dig up this true. man's number and be, and be very direct with him. And be like, now what? I don't want to do be like you. Matt was, do you think Matt was involved in those conversations? Like, do you think he was like, I'm going to like work through this problem um, or work through this trauma with my dad right. and solve it um, quickly? Um, like, do you think he was a part of that or do you think know. that he was nudged and it was like, hey, do you think talking to your dad? Like, wh- where do you both stand on that? Because it felt a bit I think they got like they wore him down. I think it was something yeah. that I, they brought to him as like an idea. Uh-huh. And they were like, well, normally we have the bachelor or bachelorette talk to like a member of their family about this. And we already have your mom and your brother coming in for the last episode. Is there anybody else that you can think of? I don't know. Maybe your father. Uh, that you could have come out the week before, discuss like I don't know how how he's affected you, maybe his influence on you. Oh, you guys weren't close. Oh, that's well, we do have his number. <laughs> <laughs> I bet Actually, you. <laughs> he's already in the hotel. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, true. <laughs> yeah, he's had to quarantine for two oh, weeks. Oh, I'm muted. Okay, there we go. We're back. Sorry, I thought yeah. I was muted. No, we're good. We're it, good. We're good. Okay. It honestly felt kind of like an even worse. I mean, they're just tragic in different ways. But if you saw the season, I don't know who the Bachelorette was. I'm blanking, but it's like with Dean when he was a contestant on the oh, show. Oh yes, and that they was bring hard him to watch. Back to like his his mom had died when he was yeah. younger, oh, and yeah. his dad had kind of moved in this spiritual path to a version of I'm blanking on the religion, but a version of a religion that does not seem to line up with the real religion. Just Mm. his father has kind of found his own like version of it to, to find some kind of peace from losing his wife, but had clearly not been there for his kids after like the death of his mom. I think it's like the first time they saw each other and it's clearly just like shot to be a spectacle. Like Mm -hmm. look at how crazy and sad Dean's life is. He hasn't seen Mm -hmm. his dad in years. Now we're going to like tell him that it's important for him to meet his dad and, bring like his potential wife to meet him because otherwise it won't happen it's like you just shouldn't have aired it even like with matt james in this situation they could have just shot it and been like hey man this shouldn't be on tv can i can i also say this they hid parts of dates from us yeah you know they could have easily cut out i don't know britney being called a prostitute on air just like they could have cut Mm -hmm. out this entire conversation this entire conversation, they had to they had to introduce intergenerational black trauma to like this 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 man. This like he's like this because because his dad is like, you know, I never got this conversation. My dad was killed when I was five. That that was hard. You know, you want to know the whole story? I came home and your mom was gone, and he was like, yeah, because you were cheating on her. Who wants to be with someone who's unfaithful to them? And his dad's like, we're right. not perfect. 
which is also it just felt too it, it was like you know you you want like you know real emotions and situations on reality tv right. and then when you get it you're like oh this is um like not for yeah. us to right. you know um yeah hearing the da- like his dad bring his perspective and dramas and, and life story to the table i was like oh no this yeah, is yeah, too yeah. much like no we want reality tv in the way that we want like betty on 90 day fiance being too much of a fucking hover mom around brandon and julia instead of fucking here's matt's dad who he hasn't spoken to in a while and matt's finally gonna say some shit that he's been bottling for nearly 30 years Mm -hmm. like matt says i have to address these demons right now i have to have these conversations that i'm ready to have and so and then i forgot the context of this line but i wrote down if we were celebrating we'd go to chuck e cheese yeah which also tells (laughs) me man is stuck in time like his he associates his dad with that era and that's like you know, in that a confe- was clearly yeah. a like locked, mm-hmm. like him being young, going to Chuck E. Cheese with his friends, but never being, never having his dad to take him. Like that was clearly or like some, that like, was the one thing his dad right. did. You know, because because he does you say kind of in the confessional. Oh, sorry, go ahead. He just show up with pizza or shoes, and I didn't need shoes. I needed a dad. Mm-hmm. It's so sad, it is. and it, it's like you could see that uh, his his dad sort of like. Not like stammering, but like yeah. kind of getting like his words twisted and right. trying to like sort of navigate. And mm-hmm. it was just so bizarre because you just could feel the cameras and right. the producer. Yeah. Yes. And he was just kind of like, wait, no, I didn't mean it like that. Right. Or I exactly. didn't, you know, it was, it was such a heavy uh, thing to, to, I mean, I couldn't unpack yeah. my traumas in front of a camera crew right. and not be like, am I canceled? Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, rather than allowing for a... vulnerability, there's a sense of like, I need to be infallible now because we're in front of literally yeah. millions of viewers. Right. That's not something that everybody asks for, right? That's pretty fucked. Right. And yes. I think, honestly, there's a part of me, too, that thinks maybe the way they roped Matt into this was the producers being like, no, it'll be great because... They're like maybe Matt being like I don't know like that might be a bad look in front of America mm-hmm. having this whole me confronting my dad thing, and just like the stereotypes it might perpetuate. And then I could definitely see like a producer being like, no, it'll be good because we're re- reuniting you. It'll be an opportunity yeah. to show that right. like yeah. you know we're able to kind of rekindle this like false narrative that you know your dad would never come back in your life. So we're able to do that. And it's like nah, like I feel y'all like, yeah. were. Ex- you, your intentions were this is going to be juicy, this is going to be drama. There was a way and- to get this edit to be like a little bit less, con- not confrontational, but a little bit less like exactly what you're saying. Because like there's right. a moment where his dad said, I tried, Matt. Like I tried. I'm sorry I hurt you, son. And he said it like that word, that's word for word. He said, I'm sorry I hurt you. And that's like a huge apology coming mm-hmm. from a man who like, you know, left this hole in his son's life that he clearly is holding on to. Matt brings it up a lot. It has affected him, you know, and there's yeah. no way to and change it's, that. And it's not something to solve in one conversation. Exactly. Like, that's what I think for me, I was just watching it being like, this is like, <laughs> this feels like one of many conversations yeah. to kind of. Exactly. This is like rent a really cabin. It, and if you really want to get it done in a short period of time, it's rent a cabin 
for a week and nobody can leave and force, but you know. Can you, can you imagine like talking to your father who abandoned you and then mere hours later getting buttered down by a, oh my by God, a gal? <laughs> like it's, what a day. I mean, I'd be exhausted. You know what? I will say, like, I will was this say. the same Matt, day? That was today? <laughs> Matt went into that conversation like, look, no matter how this, this convo goes, I'm fucking tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Like, that is enough yeah. confidence to tell my dad, you ain't shit. I don't want to be anything like you. Fucking tell me what you did so I don't fuck up just as bad. Now, do you think that they that that there was a, a shove to um, address his abandonment issues and to address his lack of um, I'm trying I've lost the word, but like he's never had a committed relationship or he he's very closed off. So do you feel like in order to justify him sleeping with these women, he had to show like he's really doing the work? Because oh. I was like watching it ways. thinking like. Uh, no, I yeah. listen. I agree, but yeah. I was just like, "Why was this the thing?" And then it's like, he's off to go have sex with these women that he wants to marry. Well, I will say well, that, I mean, that that is a oh, go ahead, Bob, please. Well, I mean, I've actually read that the best way to commit to someone <laughs> is <laughs> to sleep with three different women in a week, um, and, then, and then monogamy will be a lot easier. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it won't confuse anything. Yeah, because you Michelle get out goes, of your system. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's there was nothing. <laughs> that's how people uh, stop drinking too. They, yeah, they drink go on a, a bender. Lot. They go on a bender. They, they, that's yeah, what rock bottom is. You have to is. drink every single day, yeah. and then you, then you're like, well, now it's easier to stop. Absolutely. <laughs> who there was nothing there? grosser than um, there was nothing grosser than Michelle going. I'm so glad I get to go first, and I was like, I bet, <laughs> I bet, <laughs> I bet it's nice to go first, Michelle. I think this is a per- perfect but, moment because in the group chat that i that were that i'm in somebody mentioned like dad how could you fuck multiple women i'm nothing like you i can't believe i'm your son anyway i'm excited for fantasy suites this week where i will be fucking <laughs> multiple women um I, and you know what's crazy he 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 his dad goes like i'm glad we like they kind of tie it up like yeah, i'm glad yeah, we yeah. could have this conversation i'm proud of you and then it cuts to an interview with matt being like i'm really glad i got to talk to my dad because uh-huh. i now know i'm nothing like him and i was like yes, this is so i know rude. it's the it's most just... loaded fucking thing and like my note for that moment is this is just the this is so much proof that matt is not ready for this and this conversation should have been off camera and i can't believe these snake producers convinced them to do this but if we were ever like matt if we if anybody was at all at one point throughout this entire season at all even a little bit like one tiny point something percentile convinced that this man was even a little bit maybe a tiny bit ready for marriage there's no way like not even the tiniest of that like hope holds on after that Mm -mm. there's nothing there and so we have michelle's fantasy suite date and they have a spa day a pennsylvania dutch spa day and they get to have this like weird oatmeal bath and it you know the sound effects first of all hats off to the sound effects the foley artists that were in there because the oatmeal stuff sounded disgusting my gag reflex was like all alarms, high alert at that moment. I felt it at the back of my throat. It was haunting. Hated it so much. And I watch a ton of horror movies, and this was worse. And um, the oatmeal bath sounded awful. But, you know, they're having a great time. Michelle's being very playful with Matt. She puts oatmeal on his face. And then uh, they smear each other in, in butter. 
on uh, on a massage table, and Matt smacks Michelle's ass with a palm frond, and <laughs> and then that's when they decide to cut to Michelle's confessional, going, "I feel like Matt is my person. We can be covered in butter, butter, and in a milk bath, and be comfortable. It feels like home." Uh, I I, I want to say real quick, it's funny because like. I feel like any of the women, if they had this date, any of the women was going to have the same exact reaction of like, oh, I'm having so Mm -hmm. much fun. And I am so like, this is the man of my dreams that I can do this and have fun. And like, you know what? There's some validity to that. Like, you know, you have genuine chemistry with someone. If you could if you can do anything or something as stupid as putting your feet in oat milk or whatever the fuck that was. Oatmeal. uh, And like, have a good time. That being said, I know for a fucking fact that if any of these women were in the real world and they were dating a guy and they're like, yo, hey, hey, baby girl, let's go put our toes in some oatmeal. They're going to be like, I am not only blocking your number, I'm adding you to a watch list. And I but that's why I liked Brie, because Brie's like, I don't like camping. Yes, exactly. Like, I don't that's like. Tr- and then yeah. Matt. And then Matt's like, I'm going to lie and say that I've been camping. And, like, and I was like, well, at least Bree's like, I don't like everything's outside with me. Exa- What's going right, on? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, I do. Appre- I, <laughs> I, I know we're jumping ahead, but I do appreciate how Bree the whole time was like, all right, for real, where's what's the date? Yeah, 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 exactly, <laughs> yeah. First of all, in Michelle's date there, I died laughing when you just heard her say like, is that milk? Yeah. <laughs> just that question. I was like. Ew! I yes. would hate it. Smelt in there, and they're like, "It smells good." I was like, "No, it doesn't." I don't think it, it smells like milk. Good. I'll, so I'll <laughs> say this: if somebody was like, "We're going to the spa, and it's gonna be like this non-traditional spa in the sense that, like, not what you're expecting. You're not getting cucumber slices on your eyes, and we're not like, you know, just getting massages or facials or whatever. Like, this is gonna be oatmeal, foot bath, and then a milk bath." I'd be like, well, let's try it, but also I'm ready to be disgusted. Like, be prepared for me to most likely not be able to uh, keep my lunch in there. Um, also him being like, you're a teacher and you deserve to be relaxed. Now massage me with this butter. <laughs> I was like, Yikes. where? Like, why don't you? You're Yikes. a teacher and kids throw food at you all the time. Uh, so I thought you would love it if I did that instead. Uh, my friend Anna and our Because you're my person. Because <laughs> you're my person. My friend Anna in the group chat uh, said this date was things you do to a turkey you want to <laughs> make taste good. True. <laughs> just basting I a do- turkey. I do like how uh, when after they stay the night the fuck, um, <laughs> how actually no before they do before they do <laughs> when Matt was like yo you trying to go to the room and get your back blown out and Michelle was like <laughs> Christopher <laughs> and Michelle was like I uh, I'm falling in love with you uh-huh. Matt was like you know what I keep saying thank you for sharing that and I'm not, by contract I can't say I love you back unless the woman is Rachel so I uh-huh. can't. The best thing he could think of was just, I'm going to just make out with you, which yeah. is kind of a toxic, smart move. Just like you don't have to lie and say, I love you back if yeah. you don't feel it. it but just, you also don't have to have this awkward kind of thing. So it's just like, I'm going to just make out with you and let you jump to conclusions. It reminds That's me of romantic comedies where they shut people up by going in for a kiss. Like you ever mm-hmm. seen that? Or But I have been in that moment where like 
you know, somebody, somebody's d- said something that's just so impactful and you're just like, I have to kiss you right now. That makes sense. I've seen that happen. I've been there. But I do think that with Matt being like, well, I'm not allowed to say much. And so I'm going to let my lips. But is that true? Go now. Yes. They can say it. Ben said it. He said it twice. I they mean, they can say it. They can say it. It's complicating. If you're still figuring things out to tell someone you're in love with them, and then and then you're like, more, yeah, more stock totally. in things playing out. I think I somebody do love was Michelle. like, I think Michelle's awesome. She's incredible. Mm-hmm. I like the way that right after this, while they're hanging out on the rug or on their dinner date, they're talking about how her parents are so in love and how great they are, and they've been married for thirty plus years, and like, you know, they're both like, that's what I want for myself, and you know, you could tell that they still are so in love and. What it's, it must be like to stay in love all that time. And, you know, and Michelle says, I, I want you to feel like you can tell me anything. And I want to know everything about you. And Matt's like, perfect. A daddy issue. Abandonment time. I talked yeah. to him today and I'm ready to be man. I make committees now. I might just be me like I my parents like I remember like my dad smacked my mom's butt once and we were like ew what like they were just never really like madly in love parents like we were just like you guys can divorce like we're all cool now um secrets out uh-huh. like I, we were I was like 13 but I do think it's weird for me on this show when people are like I love my parents they're so in love. I love how my parents love each other. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I just, I don't know. For me, I'm just I like, learned how to fuck watching my parents. Because <laughs> <laughs> you like, 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 did you like when I kiss? <laughs> oh, like, good my parents. dad keeps the fire alive with my mom, if you know what I'm saying. Because we love to laugh. We, we have laugh. a lot of earplugs in my house. <laughs> <laughs> if you're coming over for a sleepover, don't forget these. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I just... I feel like Matt and Matt, uh, Mike, I've, I was talking mm. to you about this one time where just like, just for once, I want I want someone to go on Hometowns and be like, okay, so um, I fucking can't stand my family. Yeah. So yes. you're meeting my college best friend and like the male guy or, uh, like, who I've befriended. Well, you're going to meet the mailman who, surprise, <laughs> is actually my dad. <laughs> <laughs> If I'm on The Bachelorette ever uh, uh, this season with Katie, again. My, my future, yes. Are you applying? Again. I have applied. Uh, shout, out the, shout out to shout Lisa. Shout out to Lisa. If I do get to make a return to The Bachelor franchise uh, and Bachelorette fra- uh, as, uh, as a contestant, and you know this next season who um, rumors saying it might be Katie, so shout out to my wife. Uh, when we come to... That'd be cute. I agree. But uh, I got to keep walking back this bit because who knows? Uh, uh, So if we come to meet my family, I'm going to have to be very direct and be like, look, they get me so heated. Like, I love them so much and they mean a lot to me. But um, there's going to be a bit of me that I'm like, I'm going to be annoyed by so much and I'm going to need to walk away. So, like, just a heads up, not everything they say is going to feel right to you. And that's fine i have grown apart i have grown up as a completely different person and while i love them so so much i am very different um i just think it's wild that um that i mean obviously you have to meet the parents like obviously but like i've never sought pleasure in in introducing my lovers to my parents like 
what a nightmare. Like, I would put it off forever. I, but then again, uh, I do like, you know, my, my brother's fiance is close to our family, and she's great. And I'm like, oh, that'd be nice, right? To, like, my brother is at his yeah. in-laws a bunch, and they like, they like him a ton. So I'm like, that's great. I'm into that. That's fine. My best friend's married to my cousin, so I see both families a lot. And... That's very lovely and great. Huge brag from Mike. Huge <laughs> brag from Huge Mike. Huge brag being super Italian. Um, <laughs> so all I'm saying say. is like I, I get along great with my with my girlfriend's parents and I'm proud of it in that like I'm just an affable person. I just enjoy that about myself. And if I can win over <laughs> the parents of somebody that I am for a lack of a better word, like this is a, a more I'm fun sorry. word. It's uh, I want to say stupid. Uh, <laughs> I just thought it'd be a fun word. Uh, then I'm having a good time. That's what I'm saying. I because I live here in Seattle, my family is in Florida. Uh, mm-hmm. Every I have never introduced a girl I was dating to my mom. Mm. Uh, my one of my exes got to meet my brother and sister-in-law, uh, and they were just they were just visiting, and mm. I was just like, yeah, sure. I mean, we've we've been together for like five or six months, I guess, might as well. Uh, and I don't, it's not, for me, it's not like, I'm very different from my family. So it's like the people who I date are similar to me. And like, I'm more so worried of like, oh, like I don't see it as, oh, if they don't vibe, something's bad. I'm gonna be like, oh, I you probably I just pictured the rest of your vibe. family's the Venus flytrap from Super Mario. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a, I was like, I'm very different from my family. And they just show up and it's like, the piranha plant <laughs> just being like hi yeah, what's up <laughs> me and a, just a, a bunch of pandas <laughs> just like yeah i don't get along with my family i don't know why <laughs> uh no uh but yeah so because of that it's like i've never seen like if someone i was dating couldn't vibe with my parents uh like with my mom mm-hmm. uh, and my brother and sister-in-law then i will uh, no my mom gets along with everybody now that i think about it so that's a red flag uh, but <laughs> if they don't get along with your mom, that's a red flag. But if they don't get along with your brother, then it's like, I mean, whatever. You're not supposed you're supposed to get along with me, and you're doing great. Right. Yeah. Right. It's like we're gonna, we're gonna like theoretically, if we got super serious where we were dating for a long time, we would see them once a year. So uh-huh. I would just hope that you're able to tolerate some of my family the way I tolerate some of my family. There we go. And so that's very romantic. I like that. Once a year. That's oh. what we want. Yeah, just... Ooh. Just... Ooh. Every single time I say that, I'm like... I Actually, no, I was talking to a friend of mine recently. Ooh. I was just like, yeah, I only see my family once a year. And they're like, once a year? You should visit them more. I'm like, they got... They can buy tickets. Yeah, they can they come can, here. Yeah. yeah. They, can, they can come here. Uh, they get me one... They get me paying money to see them once a year. That's it. Uh-huh. That's that's the commitment you're making. It's just once a year I'll buy a flight. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, even then, my family helps pay for that flight. Because <laughs> they want you home. Baby, come they home. They want you home. They got the butter ready. They got. Butter they ready. want you home. <laughs> they got the tepid milk. They got the tepid milk. Chris, they... your bath's ready. We put all. We put the butter. <laughs> <laughs> we put two fresh sticks on the side so you can wash up. They're making you the turkey. Um but yeah, all this to say that Michelle ends up being like, I do look at you like you're my person, a person I want to spend the rest of my life with, and I want you to know Mistake. where I'm at, and that's where I'm at. I'm in love with you, and Michelle and Michelle leans in like slightly, and that's when Matt just full on like dives in. If you watch yeah. this moment again, 
the the speed with which he he did leans into Michelle is worrisome. Like I thought, I thought he was gonna headbutt her. Um, so I thought that was very funny. But a thing that really made me laugh, and something that I forget every time this happens, they pull out the fantasy suite uh, invitation, and it's a whole letter, and it's addressed to Michelle and Matt. And it's like, if you would like to forego your rooms, here's a key to spend the night together have a little bit more time together and then it says chris harrison at I, the bottom i actually have that in stationary and i give it to all of my dates <laughs> uh, along along with the bill <laughs> it's so weird how like inner like twined chris harrison is it's like we don't need that at the bottom i know yeah. it's like it's just like it's weird show. why is it why yeah. does it have to be packaged like chris is pulling these strings it's been the show for 25 seasons. Yeah. But Chris Harrison used to come in and give them the card yeah. and the key, what? which was like a skeleton yes, key. Yes, I remember He that used key. to come in, and then he would leave it, and then they would have that discussion. Now they've really removed Chris Harrison. He just comes in off the top and on the bottom. Yeah, he, he but he used to be intertwined. That's, that's a big Chris Harrison just comes in like, y'all trying to fuck? All right, well, he's the key, just in case. Yeah. What's up, horn dogs? <laughs> Can I get out? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> just like doing the ground. Who's her for squirt? Here's the key. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Uh, What's crazy is like it used to be less like I feel like now because it's been like 30 million seasons mm -hmm. like the way that people talk about fantasy suites is like just so like refined like before it was like it wasn't like I'd really like to like emotionally um, dive in um, like with the intimacy with, with emotions yeah. like it, it used to be like are we gonna yeah, um, yeah. we fucking doing this is um, yeah I don't know I mean I'm just gonna say I would prefer if I was Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I was going to say, if I was on The Bachelor and I was the first woman, I would leave a hickey on his dick. Um, on his dick. <laughs> yeah, like, no mistake in it. Big, fat hickey on his dick. <laughs> Which, when they come back to, like, be like, how was your date? And it's just like, well, I left a big, fat hickey on his dick. So, You'll see. number two and three, <laughs> you'll see. Like I'm like a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> That feels like if Victoria made it to the final three and she was like, I'm marking my yeah. man. I'm a full-priced Dyson, if you know what I mean. And you'll see you'll it. it. But then you cut to, like, Matt revealing the hickey, and it's, like, on his abs. It's their name written out, put in hickey. You're like, this is impressive work, actually. It just says fancy it boy just says, across his stomach. <laughs> it says, hello, Rachel. <laughs> but that's the thing, like, for me, and maybe, like, hello, I don't know. Rachel, I just like know that he's... That's <laughs> he's only into Rachel. So I it's know. like, I don't buy... I don't buy him making out with Michelle. I don't buy him making out with Bray. Like, I well, just do not buy it. hold on a second. I buy him wanting to fuck them because... We'll get to it, but there's a moment on the next date where I'm like, Matt, I swear to God, if you do not calm down, you're going to need to be bonked by the horny police. Um, so they go to Bone Zone. Michelle and Matt oh, have their Bone Zone real time. Quick, yes. To go back to the hickeys, I just thought of Oh, this. Chris what has if, hickey thoughts. What if, like, she made, uh, Michelle made a hickey tic-tac-toe? <laughs> just for the other girls. To <laughs> Listen, the, the opportunities are endless here. They're endless. Um,. The, I think the cringiest thing for me was the next morning when she was like, mic'd up, and she's like, "I'm a scale, 
of one to ten, how happy are you? And I was like, that's that's the most embarrassing and then he thing goes, I've ever heard. Eleven. You're like, <laughs> I'm like, buddy, I don't he believe that a you. second for a moment. Not if it happened to, to me, if he said eleven, I my response would be like, are we breaking? I know, up? right? Like, yeah. I just would know. Yeah, yeah. I would know. Oh, that's like, somebody who's telling me what I want to hear. Yeah. Like I'm look, I was you're saying eleven. I was shooting for eight point two, buddy. Like anything <laughs> anything around there makes sense, but eleven, you you are holding back. You are I do really wanna I wanna know what happens in the fantasy suites. Like, I mean we know I wanna know I like know they fuck. Well, when a man and a woman <laughs> <laughs> But like they don't really know each other. Know. They've known each other for mere hours, really. Like, they don't know their last names. They don't know, like, their phone number. Well, like, they don't know I'm anything. I'm sure they know some stuff. Like, they, you know, like, they, they know, like, I, it's not like how Married at First Sight, one of the f- best moments is when, like, they get married and it's like, well, hold on, I'm going to need your phone number. <laughs> and that's a very fun <laughs> moment to have on TV, I'll say. But, but it's like, I think on The Bachelor, we're not seeing the, like, eight hour date that they're on you know because they go on like a day date where it's like three four hours together and then they go home they get changed they have dinner they record their confessional stuff and then they go back out and go to dinner quote unquote and spend like an hour and a half there before some shitty band no one's heard of starts playing and they have to awkwardly Mm. dance and make out in front of them so like, hold up. Yes, I do want to say Aloe Black is really good. Yes, Aloe Black is fine, but I'm saying his. I didn't mind Tennille Arts. I didn't Tenille mind Tennille Arts. Arts from last season. Tennille Arts gets yeah, a lot of, but yeah, but I would say I road, bet. Uh, you know, <laughs> I bet the dynamic on the fantasy suite night is kind of like if you went on a however long. How long is the season? Is it eight weeks? Nine weeks? Uh, a couple months, yeah. Yeah, three, I think four, so. I think it would yeah, be like if months. you went on an ad- all-adult college study abroad, mm-hmm. that's kind of the dynamic, where you know these people, but right. the privacy hasn't really fully been there. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so to have that's that room true. to yourself where, like, first of all, there is no doubt in my mind that with Michelle, I feel like with Michelle and Brie, it was getting down to business immediately, uh, and then it was long mm. talks. And just Matt being like, round two? And them being like, we are so in love. Absolutely. Um, so, like, because hmm. Michelle came back. So the next morning, right, they have that cringy discussion. Michelle's got the confessional being like, waking yeah. up to Matt, definitely something I can get used to. I'm in love with Matt. Thinking about an engagement with him doesn't scare me. What scares me is knowing that you don't want to spend the rest of your life without that person. I'm hoping Matt feels the same way, the same things that I am. And that... I am so sorry. I am not looking forward to seeing Michelle's heart get broken. They smooch before he has to leave her, and he's Uh like, I'm happy with where we're at. I'm happy with where we're headed, which uh, then Michelle walks away. She's thrilled, you know, uh, and Matt, um, you know, keeps watching her walk away, and I keep expecting the very romantic comedy thing of, like, look back, uh, and she doesn't look back, and I was like, give us – just do a little look back. Come on, I want to make it feel like I'm watching a romantic comedy. Even uh, did you did you catch when he said, "Hate to watch her leave, but love to watch her walk away." <laughs> 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 if I was the and bachelor, he, I would say I shit mean, like that all the time. <laughs> uh, I would I would say it all the time, but also like when they're not walking away, 
like just sitting down <laughs> and saying it at the wrong time. That's how you weed you out the weak. You get it. You know what I mean? You got to make the worst. Anyway, look, am I still talking, Chris? That was the most aggressive <laughs> thing I've ever heard you say. Me saying, am I still talking? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> I was going to say, do you think, uh, <laughs> I'm still saying what I want to say. Go for it. This is uh, what do you think, uh, <laughs> do you think at some point of while they, their, their little fuck sesh, uh-huh. uh, either Michelle or Matt said class is now in session. <laughs> she teaches children. She teaches children. That feels so? like. You can be, you be teaching children. But here's the be thing. Free. Do you, do you think they really had like Nick Vile said when he on his season that he didn't have I mean I maybe he's oh. lying but he was like I only he only had sex with Vanessa. Okay. How long ago he was, was he, that? Yeah, but isn't he like the one guy who it was ended a couple up with years the girl ago and they stayed together like one of like three couples that made No, it? no no no. He's not with no, he's not I'm um not a they weren't they I think they lasted a few months but he was like I knew I was picking mm. her. Like you he kind of broke it down where he's like the first night that you pick four people. Mm. Like that, and that's going to be your top four, just kind of from the first right. night. But he's like, I didn't sleep with anyone else. Well, I mean, I know Peter definitely fucked. Uh, Peter fucked. Oh my god! I, yeah. I wouldn't put Peter it past fu- Matt because he's also not ready. This man is definitely fucking. Okay, this is no. I'd sleep with everyone. Yeah. Of yeah, course. Why to. wouldn't you? Yeah. That's, I feel that's like the, the whole thing. You got the, the green suite, light, so might as well. Yeah. Except I'd when uh, Madison. I think told the culture has changed. Peter, that she. Do you think the culture has changed? Yeah. You don't think he did? No, 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 no. I mean, I feel like the, the idea of sleeping with multiple people while you're dating was more taboo like 10 years ago, whereas now it's kind of right. like, of course, it's more like people are going to obviously have like boundaries about what they're comfortable with and not comfortable with. But I think that the I like I think that they all know most likely yeah. everyone's fucking. Man, yeah, I mean, it, it'd be world, such huh? a, a wasted opportunity. Yeah, I yeah. think I think it's Why it's not? just definitely. He's definitely having sex with all these women. And they are so into him that it would be shocking to me that they would be like, hold up. No. You know, so. If you wait in line for 10 hours, you don't want to just get strapped into the roller coaster. You want to ride it and get your fucking picture with your arms up in the air. And you know what? Maybe you don't get to ride the roller coaster again, but at least you have a photo to show your friends back home. Oh, you have to be the bachelor because I want you to say that. <laughs> and then Before you dangle the fantasy, fantasy suite, suite key <laughs> and go, you want to ride? <laughs> you must be this tall. <laughs> yeah. And that's just my boner. <laughs> I will say the You must be suite. this thick for this. I'm not saying <laughs> <laughs> The fantasy suites has always been wild to me because, like, it's funny because, like, well, for several reasons, it's wild to uh-huh. me. But, like, one, it's, like, the first time you hook up with someone, there's there's so much unspoken pressure to it. Yes. Especially if you're hooking up with someone with the idea of seeing them again. Mm-hmm. Or, actually, no, mm-hmm. I would say, like, uh, let me, so step back. One Night Stands has always been uh, something that, like, I've always been, like, Oh, that's wild because it's like that's a lot of pressure. One person who you're most likely never going to see again and you know nothing about. You don't know. Like there's a lot of things sexually like like for the most part, like 
is pretty common amongst people like oh touch me there and don't you know do this do that just be more uh, communicative whereas, yeah. yeah, well, like, and communication is important, but most people don't communicate. Well, so yeah. oftentimes it's mm-hmm. a guessing game. And there's oftentimes for a lot of people, there's like very peculiar, specific things that they like, that they need in order to get off. And like sometimes those things are things that like it's wild if you just naturally assume someone's right off. Like, for example, what if one of these women are like the only way I can come is if you choke like you choke slam me on the bed and then you're just really rough with me and like yeah but then Matt can, can ask like okay how hard are we talking that is that like, you are he's about you to are marry implying one of these women. that a man who replies to I love you with thank you for sharing that has the ability to thank to you so much for no that. no I so. no no hold on a second <laughs> I think that this guy can get down to business in the sense that if he is already like oh we're fucking. Cool, and then then you expressly are like, "This is what I need to get off," and he's like, "Okay, to what degree? How may I be of?" Like, if I was on the show, I would do that. I would be like, "Before we hook up, I want to talk about like, what are you into? What gets you off? Things like that." But that's that's like that's refreshing because that conversation like rarely happens the first time i mean right. maybe just for me and it's all sad and you know uh we've got to make some changes moving forward but um yeah that would be like a unique co- i doubt that that's happening i, mean, right. I, I just a conversation. That, i just kind of want to agree with chris that it does feel like there's a lot of pressure whenever you sleep with someone for the first time because of course women, women are always saying things to me like oh wow i've heard such incredible things about you wow i've heard that you're gonna like really rock my world tonight and it's like yeah yeah, yeah, bon, yeah yeah bon jovi's great in concert but like every once in a while he hasn't had his tea and also just chris one little tip you can for all the listeners oh out God. there anyone who wants well, to learn how to please a woman if, my one tip would be Bo. order a bop it online uh-huh. and it's the same thing <laughs> <laughs> and you know what he's not right <laughs> just smash it twist it pull it twist it twist it and marry it after knowing it for eight hours you know just yeah do the damn um, thing i okay i want to I want to share a thing, but I feel like I don't want to talk about it so much. So, I, <laughs> okay, because so when is this so, ever going to come up again? But I do. I want to say it so you guys know I'm not holding back. Oh God. But then I want to dive right back into the episode. <laughs> uh, I once had this conversation uh, pre-anything that involved... Um, uh, well, I mean, it's very specific to me. And she was telling me this. It's very specific to me, and I like... I um I could you punch a woman? Could would you if I No, my if I needed it and I was like, "Oh my. I uh don't think I can." And so Michelle is thrilled with how much time she gets with him <laughs> oh and the conversations that they got to have and she's telling Rachel yeah. and Bree that hold on, hold on. What, hold what Mike on. said was, Power. I couldn't punch a woman, but I could bop it. <laughs> <laughs> I could bop him. <laughs> I, um, but actually, no, Mike, cool. you bring up a good point. There's people who like that, and you would never guess that without communicating. And right. a lot of people, regardless of whether they're on this show or not, are really bad at communicating or don't want, want to communicate. There's a lot of men right, who don't give a fuck, and they're not going to. 
yeah, there's a lot of men who don't give a fuck and they're not going to ask those questions. And there's a lot of people who they just don't feel comfortable right. talking about sex like that. It's but also, also weird, this, yeah. is a, this is a... Oh, sorry. I was going to say, like, I, during sex a, would be a weird time to be like, okay, now you got to punch me. I'll be like, hold on a second. You're using the word punch and I need to understand what you mean. <laughs> it's gone, by the way. Um... <laughs> Uh, I just think also like this, this show is like in this weird power dynamic of, or it's like very subservient yes, where exactly. you're just like, I need him to like me. I exactly. want him to like it's me. Unhealthy. So I, 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 yeah, it's a weird dynamic to think like once the doors close in the, in the milk bath that she's like, okay, so you're going to probably want to make me come. So here's yeah. the deal. Like, I you know, you I feel like, like everyone's trying to play. Everyone's trying to be cool and play cool. Mm, right. I bet you the sex was not great. I, mean, I, I feel I like I feel like it's probably like decent. Yeah, it's probably like decent in the sense where it's like yeah. I I doubt all if if all three women came either a Matt slings the meanest dick in town or b just mm. that much sexual repression just adds. I don't know like, repression from COVID too. Yeah. You have, they haven't. Had I was going to say that that's what it is. Like you are leading up to having been with this guy for months and. Mm-hmm. You get to finally be alone and he's chosen you out of 30 women and there's two other women left and you and two other women get to like get down with this guy who might be your person. And that's I mean, that's got to be something. So they have a conversation in the main well, area. Hold on, where one, more, Michelle, one more let's, thing. One more oh, no, thing. We're not doing I was just going to say, I already know you're not going to like this. But like, what oh. if you wait all season, you go through all this drama, all yep. this bullying. Mm. To be with Matt, and you finally get to the fantasy suites. He invites you in. You feel secure in your relationship. You're like, oh shit, I might marry this guy. And then y'all go to fuck, and he don't eat pussy. I mean, I'm just saying, there's I definitely mean, been a bachelor who was like, I ain't eating pussy. Juan Pablo, wait, wait, I bet you most. Do you guys eat pussy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah me too cool <laughs> it's really cool that we like all do the same thing like i actually that's pretty cool <laughs> that we're all down for some kitty cat play and i love that about us you guys so michelle is talking to brie and rachel in that conversation that producers are forcing that I think is relatively new. Stacy, you've been watching for longer than I have. Is this conversation yes. between fantasy suites like I remember from Peter's season, but I don't get when if that's where it started. It used to be I could be wrong, but I believe in older seasons like they didn't meet No, they up. didn't. Like, they had them in different places entirely. Because bringing someone out from the morning after is just gross yes. yeah. it's yes. just it's it's really uncomfortable it's really disrespectful to like, the women i think before it was like very separate like everyone was in like you know what i mean yeah but like that's the thing it's like the implication is you know she's coming in that they've had yes. sex that's this is a new thing and it's just I really, really gross. Can't i can't if even if there's any feedback yeah. to be given to the bachelor franchise <laughs> There's a lot of it, but this is part of it. Because it's not drama. It's yes, sad. It's, it's just it's sad. I would You're hope, just seeing sad women. I would hope that <laughs> Mike's not going to like this. I, I would hope that they do have time to like shower before they do the of group sesh. Because that would mean that on Tasha's season, when the guys would talk about, hey, how was your date? They could just smell 
how the date went. Okay, on the I can't even deal with this. <laughs> Dick smell from or from the or vagina. No, just sometimes. Sometimes when you eat, it can just get in your beard if you haven't had time to to, to wash. Okay, what's everybody's time code right now? <laughs> just yeah, what's the time code? <laughs> okay, I still said you that. You know when I you <laughs> eat pussy and it's on your beard the next this day is the most is graphic un- episode we've had. Believe. <laughs> well, it's un. I and think I it's like nuts. That, you don't that Chris was like, Mike won't like yeah, it. Yes, exactly, yes. Mike's gonna hate this because he's we a little all... food boy. But like, let's let's not look at Bo being entirely the... silent and Stacy being upset. <laughs> getting in. Well, it was just like Chris, like you know, you got pussy all over your face and it's in your beard because you had so much pussy the night before and you didn't wash I think it or Chris anything. Is like, Mike's not gonna like this because he can't grow a beard. That's what it is. Uh, Chris Mike's eats pussy like corn on the cob. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like oh, yeah. it, um, and that might be worth a conversation with your partner. So it's breeze date time, guys. We got breeze date finally, and uh, breeze. I want like to, for a record, I only said that because I knew it was going to make everyone upset. <laughs> what are no, you, listen, Joe you're right. Rogan? And speaking of breeze date, yeah, there's nothing like eating pussy by a fire. Uh-huh. You know you know what I mean, boys? We Number two. High five go. those cameras. <laughs> high five them. The shittiest, oh, wait, wait. the saddest tent I've okay, ever so seen. Okay, here's, so here's something I'm not going to do for the recording. But, hey, Stacy, do you mind just doing that again? There's nothing like, go ahead, just do the whole thing again. There's nothing what? like eating pussy by a fire. Am I right? Just do it. <laughs> Don't make me no, say no, it do again. It, it. Well, wait, it's going to be worth it. You'll see. You'll see. Hold on. I promise. Oh, I swear. Okay, fine. There's nothing like eating pussy by a fire. Am I right, you guys? <laughs> <laughs> and there's a Seinfeld theme song from the soundboard that the audience can't hear. Um, <laughs> so that's why it was worth it. So look, we got to get through this episode. <laughs> Okay, uh, yeah, Bree's yeah, date is next. Bree says, I keep going from excited to being worried. I was given the last rose last week, and it's so tough to not let that get to me. I don't know how I'm going to keep my shit together. And they go hiking. <laughs> no. Hiking. The date sucks. Hiking is not a date you want to go on with somebody unless you know that that's, like, someone you're with. for. Like, hiking is something that I concede to, not something mm-hmm. I, ex- I, you know, I want to be doing. And then he looks at Bree, and he goes, Looks like we're going camping. And Matt says, today I get to spend the entire day with Bree. And I'm very excited. And he looks really happy. But she seems worried. And Matt's being goofy, which is fun. But she's, like, not buying any of this. And Matt says, I'm not letting her in on the secret that I've never been camping in the woods. And Bree is catching on that he has no idea what he's doing. And she's like, the things you do for love. And then his laugh is so fucking goofy. And Bree is beautiful. And that's all this date is. It's like she's like Michelle came in and told us like there's a lot of feelings on all of our end. And if it were up to me, I'd see you every day. And they talk about her family. I was nervous because I know how I feel about you. And I don't want to embarrass myself in front of your mom and mess this shit up. And this is a testament to how comfortable I am around you. And then they kiss. And my group chat, Anna, says they have such different kissing styles. And that's when I noticed that Brie kisses like normal kissing person who goes in normal with kissing and Matt is a, is a uh, kisses with his eyes open because his kissing style is you ever seen a child in front of like a department store window who like just jams their face on it just mushes it up mm-hmm. and the lips mm-hmm. gets 
just like mush stuff on it, and then the, they put their tongue on the glass. That's how Matt kisses. He goes in and sm- just like mushes in, and it just looks like ups- upsetting is what it is, and I was mad. I just didn't think they have chemistry. Am I, I wrong? Agree. Bree, call yeah, me. Yeah, the only time I saw them have somewhat chemistry was that very first one-on-one that they had at the beginning of the season. I mean, there was another point that they seemed to have chemistry, but we'll talk about later. But when she brought up her dad, you'd think that he'd be, like, way more open to being, like, actually, I had this big conversation, and here's some revelations, like, I'm yeah, sort of yeah. going through. But he was just like, yeah, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad dad. It's so yeah, clear yeah. that like, uh, Bree would not be there if Serena P didn't dump him. Yeah, it feels mm-hmm. pretty obvious. But she says she loves him, and, you know, they have the fantasy suite invitation. There's not much yeah. to this date, right? They, like, they just, like, roast stuff. He wore a... A tight turtleneck to roll around in yeah, a tent. Classic. With her. What? We. It's just strange. He's not like relaxed. No. He's just like so uptight. Yeah. And I would be too if my entire body was wound around eight abs. <laughs> His entire being is like curled around. There's nothing else going on. Uh, anyway, his laugh is goofy, and I think that's the most fun part about him. And then group chat, Cassidy was like, I'm still not over the fact that she quit her job for this. Um, so, you know, they talk about how she might meet his mom and Brees like, she sounds amazing, but we all know she's probably a demon. Um, and then they get the fantasy suite invitation and Matt says tonight could change my life and it could change Brees life. And Brees says, I'm hoping tonight is the first night together of many to come. I'm so happy to share this time with you. And then Matt, cause like they're on, on a chair and she's in his lap and he's like, what do you say we kick them out? And he says it the most horny I've heard a man. And then they walk to the door with Matt pressed up against her behind her hands on her hip as they're walking, just like not letting go of her. Like I like the way this butt feels against me right now. And I'm not giving that up. And, um, that's where I was like, Oh, there's the chemistry. It says, there's definitely a sexual chemistry between them in that they both would really like this to be happening immediately. Um, but he did say she, he did say earlier in the dinner date um, that she said that he, he said something like Bree said, I love you. And that scares me. I was like, well, she's going home. Yeah. Like, that's such he a says, weird thing to say. It scares me because like that's two women that have told me that they're in love with oh, me. Oh, yeah. And, Knowing no, but he. Oh, I. Th- oh, I, I must have misheard it then, because I thought well, it was just like she said she loved me, you know, and like, it, when she's walking oh. home, he says that. But it was just still the way he it said is. it did was like, oof, this is gonna make it hard to send her home because yeah. I'm sending. I know exactly. exactly, and so after the next morning when they're going back and forth on confessions, she got breakfast. Yeah. Michelle did not get well, breakfast. I mean, maybe she did. Maybe there's leftover. Well, butter. maybe because Matt knew he was sending her home, so he was just like, "Let me, let me get this girl some <laughs> eggs, some, eggs. <laughs> some buttery, buttery yeah. eggs." I'll get her eggs. There's never, not, there's never enough shit. butter. Um, yeah. So Bri- the Matt James School of Romance is before you break a girl's heart, buy her brunch. I would, and honestly, it does soften me too. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. anyone wants to break up with me, take me to eat, and I, I will get a pancake just for yeah, the table. Pancakes for the table. Want pancakes a couple for bites. The table. And uh, honestly, yeah. man, you know what I would give to be at a diner getting a fucking bag, like an, an egg McMuffin bagel type thing, just from like fresh, like a good egg 
with fucking cheese and bacon in a good ba- in a you know what I would give right now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so Bree is ecstatic. Why'd I do that on the podcast? Bree's ecstatic. You want to have a fantasy? I wish suite. everyone could have seen your hands. Your hands <laughs> were just like such an ant. You know what I would have given? But that's the you know, thing. Just like little Honestly, delicate. Honestly, if someone's gonna fall in love with me, it's because deep down they were in love with their aunt on some level. Okay, <laughs> and they are ready for that to be. Look, you know that's it. I've been told too many times I've stepped that energy, the good kind, and yeah, uh, I see that. And I'll take it. I will not. You know, I'll say, you're damn right. And I'm going to be the kind of dad that cries about everything because I'm so proud of you. Now, you so do have stepped that in. Oh. I do, and I get it. So uh, Emma Arnold told me that. <laughs> Emma Arnold, she was like, you have, like, it's very funny to me because everything you do is very like, you're going to love no matter what. Like you're going <laughs> to, that, that's what it is. And so shout out to Emma Arnold. She's great. She's I got feel four like five albums years out. From now, five years from now, I'm going to see a video of you uh like those videos of like when kids uh like make it official that they're adopted fathers oh my god are you kidding me oh I'm, yeah i'm crying right uh, now if i got <laughs> i'm actually it's really getting me right now if that happens to me if i got are you kidding your, me? your stepson lifts up his shirt and it says <laughs> fancy boy <laughs> and then you lift up your shirt and then you just touch tummies the and then you I'm not kidding. Please, is, please, Fancy Boy is my right father. Just call that me is, Fancy. Is, honestly, that, I'm not kidding. That is getting me a little teary-eyed. That is something that is... Mike, I would love can, that. Mike, can I show you something I did in my room? Don't be mad. Okay. <laughs> it's like spray-painting Fancy Boy on the wall. I'm like, dude, yes. Use a little color next time. I'm not mad at this. So Bree's extremely happy. She said, having the undisturbed time with Matt, I got to know him so much more. And I look forward to the next time I get to spend with you because every time gets better and better. And she's like, I'm in a state Mm -hmm. of bliss, so in love. And Matt says, we connect in a lot of ways. And it's what I came here for. I could see a life with her. And as nice (laughs) as it is to hear two women say they're in love with me, it's going to be hard to send them home. And then my, my friend Todd in the group chat says, they keep referring to sex as life-changing, uh, which is so funny to me. And yes. scary. Well, I'm, I don't know, like, to really open up myself that way. I, yeah, I'm scared. I'm, it's like, I'm okay. so scared of the great time we're about to have. Uh, I'm not like other also, girls. I keep my heart in my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> the word pussy is getting up too much airtime on this podcast tonight. It's also like, you know, for me, when I think about romance and how I would want, you know, a potential lover to talk Uh about me is right after I have sex with him, he goes, I really like that, like, Stacey, we align. Oh, wow. (laughs) I like that we align. And I like, um, I like, you know, where that journey is going. Like, it's so logistic. It sounds like he's talking about a computer. (laughs) I'd be so upset. Oh, did I I freeze? So I was waiting. Yeah, Mike froze. Oh, okay. I did. My internet Sorry. connection says it's unstable now, but uh, Ooh, just sassy. like my it's uh, as, as my unstable ex-wife. as this like, episode, hey, uh, baby. Get out of here! I swear to God. Okay, look, <laughs> I agree, Stacy. I think first of all, uh, I okay. Wow, am I saying this? I'm not saying it. Uh, I'm not going. To. I'm not Jesus. Going to. I won't want mm-hmm. to. It was mm-hmm. just. I'll okay. Fine. I so when I was dating my ex. Uh, and uh, after we slept to the, she's like the best 
time for me was like a- after we finished and you just like couldn't say anything like you couldn't like you physically uh, i kept trying to start a sentence and i was like i did just, i don't i don't know it was just great uh, <laughs> she was like that i was like on my shoulders on that she was just like very proud of herself and i was like well good for you and honestly great for me fantastic so i'm sharing too much if you had sex with a woman who went, well, thank you, thank you. I, <laughs> Good job on your part, mine too. I was like, no, no, that's not what I'm saying. I, I'm saying that I couldn't get anything out. I was just... No, but I know, could you but imagine that's just what I did? the idea. I was like, well, I yes, can thank you. Uh, we had a wonderful time. I'm just picturing you with like a top hat and a cane, like, oh, good day to you. <laughs> I somehow and flipped you, like, the top. you like jump and click your heels. And Man, just... my family listens to this. Uh, so Rachel, com- not this episode. Not. Not this uh, Rachel one. complains to Michelle like a goddamn baby, and it's like, honey, you're gonna go on this date. You know that, right? Like, you know that you're about to go on a date. Chris is still not up from his chair. He fell out. He is on the floor. His dog is worried about him. Rachel just started talking in whisper tones, like you know when you're um, upset. Yes like with your partner and they're like are you mad and you're like yeah no. exactly exactly i love this, this and is then amazing. she excuses herself to the next room to cry because brie was like the uninterrupted time is worth the wait and she's like excuse me a second ladies but also yeah. gross like just shut but up the, that's not her <laughs> being it's producers I know, being like but that's brie, what I'm tell them about the uninterrupted time and how much you valued it um, Mia Jackson then texted me while she was watching and she said, Rachel's face is square, but also round. Uh, <laughs> she said, and then she sent me a link to an article about, uh, truly symmetrical faces where like, if you put a mirror <laughs> down the, someone's face and you got like one side to be both sides, oh. it looks like Rachel's face. So I'll send you the link later, but I just, I had a hard cackle at that. And so now Rachel's date. And Matt says, the bar is very high today. The date with Rachel, I'm very excited where this will be. You know, here we go. And uh, Rachel's like, I've missed you, like, a lot. And she's being terrifyingly awkward to a point where I'm like, we need to stop walking right now and, like, talk immediately. How Matt did not take a moment to be like, you are insanely off right now. What's bothering you? Also, he probably didn't notice for a I bit. Un- <laughs> unbelievable, too. Like, this man is about to be married to somebody, and you're like, how? How? How is this somebody yeah. so inattentive and clearly not ready about yeah. to be married? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, a lot of marriages last for a while, and also those are perfect. Um, so, Mich- so, Rachel, I've missed you, like, a lot. I'm so out. How- and then she says... So how you been? <laughs> he laughed so hard. It was I really laughed. good. He laughed so goddamn hard. She said, "So how you been?" And I, with the energy of like, so but what, like, how what are is you she supposed on? to act? <laughs> if you know, like, and again, it's like if you're casually dating, yeah. it happens. You're sleeping with people; yeah, yeah, yeah. they're sleeping with people. But like on this show, it, I, I mean, when she said that, I, I laughed know, so hard because it's like that's the only option. Like, how you I mean, been? Like, how I'm they all been? For putting How's your emotions everything? out on the table, especially in this situation where you can be like, "Look, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm uncomfortable with this, but I understand that that's what it is, and so we're gonna have a great day. So if you feel a little bit of tension on my end, it's because of that. Do you have anything you would like to add? And then he could be like, "I love that. Thank you for saying that." Look, Matt, I understand 
but when you're a professional baseball player, you have to play triple A and double A before you get to the major <laughs> leagues. So <laughs> I just hope you're ready for the real team. <laughs> She's like, I don't know. I don't know, maybe. Do you think that he needs he like he's in a place where he really wants to feel super needed? God. Well, yeah. Especially yeah. after confronting his dad, yes. Absolutely. I almost, I wonder if, like... I want somebody I mean, that Chris, I'm... Chris and I are, like, 30 pages in to a book called Attached, so we're experts. Uh, 88 pages, <laughs> okay. sir. Oh, I've been following this journey. Right. Together. <laughs> uh, well, first off, I got the book first, and because I got it, Bo was like, I'm Well, shit, maybe I'll have to get no, this no, no, thing. No, 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 no. To be clear, the book had already arrived. I was still finishing my other book, How to Be an Adult. <laughs> oh. <laughs> my God. What have we done? Um, it's a pottery it, date. And it. Well, I was just going to say real Please. quick, Bo, I know you put this on your private story, so I'm sorry to out it. You're airing it out? He took a picture of the book attached. And it was like, <laughs> it was something about like once I once I finish working on myself, it's over for you, hoes. <laughs> Do you know what kind of attached you are? Uh, I am definitely. Uh, so when I took the quiz that's in the book, I got anxious with uh, a good amount, insecure, and then uh, very little and avoidant, but. Uh, I don't know if the book talks about this because I'm still only in the first quarter of the book, but I feel like when someone is in a talking stage with someone versus when someone is in a committed relationship, I feel like you can have completely different attachment styles. Like me personally, to be brutally honest about myself, when I'm in a talking stage with someone, I am both anxious and avoidant. But then once I am in a committed relationship with someone, I'm secure and... I feel like that's why it doesn't surprise me that I got secure stuff, but like, because a lot of the answers that I was mm -hmm. doing was in the mindset of, am I boyfriend and girlfriend with this person? But if I'm in the talking stage and then we don't really know what we are yet, and mm -hmm. I don't really, I'm very anxious, but then I'm also very avoidant because of like defense mechanisms and stuff like that. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, mine mm -hmm. was all uh, reckless. That was my uh, attachment style. <laughs> Uh, yep. I, I Mine was wild card. <laughs> <laughs> wild card. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When did this book come out? Because uh, mine was Charlie Sheen's Tiger Blood, a reference that must have been current at the time. Um, so we got Rachel's date, and uh, my notes just go all caps. Oh, my God, it's a pottery date, which I was like, so romantic and cute. Uh, and Rachel mm -hmm. is quiet and having a hard time. Uh, she's clearly very jealous, and it's very uncomfortable. And then we have the confessional. She's like, I have a lot to get off my chest. I don't just want to wait around for heartbreak. And she says, this week has been unbearable for me. I picture you as my future husband when I picture you as that for me. And then knowing you've been with the other women, it's hard for me. It's the lowest I felt. And Matt says, whenever you're feeling this is when I want to talk about it. So come to me. And when I'm with you, you're all that I think about, which is like when I'm with you, you're all that I think about. I know. It's so insulting. Uh, yeah. Well, also, like, I will say this. Like, there's been so many seasons of this show. Are we still having the conversation of, like, oh, I'm jealous. so jealous yeah. he's with yep. these people or, oh, he's sleeping with these you people. How do the I show. carry do on? And not to say that the, Do you not binge it right. before you yeah. go? And those feelings are valid. Yes. It's just like when you see the confessional and she's crying, she's like, I'm so scared. Right. I'm like, oh, it's, God. It's a valid feeling, but they always... 
portray it, whether it's the Bachelor or the Bachelor, yeah. they always portray it in a way as yep. if they didn't know this yes, was coming. Yes, exactly. And it's like, it's yeah. equally it's like devastating once again, every time. And I feel like everyone's on the same page of like, feeling jealous is okay because uh -huh. that's a human trait. That is a human characteristic. Yes, we yes, are yes. human. It doesn't matter how secure. Oftentimes, like jealousy is always associated with insecurity when in actuality, I feel like, well, yes, there's a lot of validity in that. I feel like jealousy you can be the most secure person in the world. You're still going to be jealous about shit. You're still going to, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. not feel comfortable with that. Once you have deep emotions with someone, it doesn't matter how secure you are. Mm -hmm. You have deep emotions with this person. So you don't like the idea of them fucking other people. So it's like, that's a normal thing to feel. Yeah. But it's just, it's just hard to sympathize for it because everyone goes on this show. You know the show. Knowing what it is. You so know the like, beats. I'm not saying you mm -hmm. can't be jealous. You can be jealous, but I'm not going to be like, hey, girl, yeah, come I'm not here. Feel bad because about it. yeah. it's like you you signed up on the show. Like, mm -hmm. as much as <laughs> we joke about being on the show again. You, well, hold on. Uh, joke. <laughs> yeah, How dare right. you? you? Shout out to Lisa, first of all. And I did apply, and don't take that away from me. I still need to apply. Did you guys also jump out of a plane and it was so scary, but you learned how to trust? Um, uh, no, yet. we were we were there the first. No, night. you didn't we get to the, the first night. Yeah. Only. yeah, I just didn't know. We got out of the mansion, the OG mansion, at uh, six a.m. and talked to cameras about being heartbroken. But you know, That's well, that cool. was my pickup line. I parachuted out of a plane. Uh, yeah, you did and do it that. Landed yeah. in front of yeah, I landed in front of the uh, we, everybody in the house thought it was super cool. By the way, I don't want you to. I don't want that to take that away Thank from you. Thank you. Yeah, we were Thank all you. like, that's, dude, this, that's great. this is pretty sick. That's I think enough. that the show would be better if the times when the bachelor is on the date with the overnight date before they meet up with him, they get to sleep with grocery store Joe if they want to. <laughs> 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 he comes back every season for the next 10 years and it's like I'm still available Kendall crush my heart <laughs> uh, so speaking of the parachuting Matt says you know that's that scared me the parachuting thing I don't like to take myself to a dark place like that but when I I did when you hit the ground that was the first time I was like what would life be like without Rachel which oi and then mm. if you were in Canada watching this, you were treated to a beautiful rendition of Landslide by the Dixie Chicks and a commercial that you weren't quite sure what it was about until they revealed the Airbnb logo, which fuck you, Airbnb. That commercial was beautiful and I hate your company. You've ruined so many places. Uh, now they're at the dinner part uh, and <laughs> uh, she's wearing a red dress and he's like, is that one of the dresses? And she's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. And, uh, you know, they just talk about all the shit and Matt's like, I just want to have, I want that. I want to have those conversations. And Matt, you know, keeps telling the girls about his talk with his dad. Like it's a very important conversation. And then Rachel, and then he says, you know, that clarity and Rachel goes, I was going to say clarity. Yes. I said the clarity. <laughs> Did you guys catch that? I thought that that was mm -hmm. so funny. Uh, Cause she was just doing like buzzword bingo for the bachelor. Uh, Cause they all say clarity and genuine and, I couldn't remember anything from that conversation. I like out. I was taking I notes out. and it was awful. It was it's all of those hometown like are all of these like fantasy suite dinner dates. We're pretty uneventful. 
were yeah. uneventful yeah. and lame. And I didn't like when uh, he would lift up the uneaten plates of what looked to be pretty yeah, yummy food like, and was just like, here's a and card. Side by Chris Harrison, um, by the way. I will say, to go back, I do feel like I liked some of the things Michelle said. I, yeah, I feel I like I, I liked when she touched upon like people talk about falling in love, but they don't talk about staying in yeah. love. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, takes. That's fair. So I didn't that like is that. true. But I'll say that it was oh. very easy to gloss over the rest of these dates. Like Rachel's date, I'm not the only one. Plenty of people were definitely on their phone during this. Rachel said, if you propose tonight, I'd be ready. I'd say yes, basically. That's what she says the whole thing. And then there's a fantasy suite invite, and I just couldn't care. And she's like, is this actually happening? And then there's fireworks for her date, but not the others. And then that's when Cassidy in the group chat said, um, Rachel's voice only has one tone, and I can't look at her the same way. She definitely only hits one note, ever. And it's you won't be able to miss it from now on. And, uh, yeah, they yeah. show up for the rose ceremony, and Chris talks to them before they walk in like that's necessary. They're all nervous but excited and in love, and Brie looks like a goddamn goddess in that dress. And, you know, mm-hmm. I absolutely – I didn't think we'd get here and I'd feel unsure who's moving forward. Like, I thought it was a lock, but there was something about Rachel acting weird at the beginning of her date and then also Brie kind of like that, – that overnight seemed like it went well. Like, the fact that, you know, Matt – couldn't let go of her and then they were goofing off making breakfast and I don't know. Bree's just gorgeous and great and yeah. So Michelle and Rachel get roses and it's heartbreaking and Bree was just like so reassured after the fantasy suite. She was like mm-hmm. what the fuck? And then she's like I gave up a lot to be hero here and it's like uh, yeah get that job back. Please. Like get makes yeah. make that money somehow. And then my last note for the entire episode was Matt walks her to the car and then in all caps, get your hand off her hip, bro. You just ended it. Um, and that's the episode. What are your thoughts? You know, I think um, it's really yes. boring. Uh, I don't. I also think he's going to end up with Rachel, but I don't think it'll be a really long relationship, They're especially up because before, of all the controversy. The like putting money on it for sure. Yeah, like that would be you know a hard thing to probably work through yes. at a distance. But like Michelle does just seem right like choice. an like a real yeah. person, like a real Fully, <laughs> like yes. human being. Like, um. But yeah, I don't. I don't think that she's going to win. I think it's yes. been Rachel since. Yeah, yeah. And I wish this was an interesting season. Like I wish that it was, but it just seems like so boring. I feel like I can't remember if it was a previous guest who asked this, or just someone I knew in real life asked me this question. They were like, "If, if none of the stuff that came out about Rachel came out, yeah. whether because it just mm-hmm. wasn't revealed, or she mm-hmm. just genuinely didn't do that shit." Mm-hmm. Would you still feel upset about Rachel winning? Uh, I would. I'd be gun. I'd be rooting for Michelle pretty hard, despite I w- Rachel. I, 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 I w- How old is Rachel? Something She's twenty-four. Like yeah. That's the thing. It's like for me, and maybe just because I'm in my thirties, but I'm just like I'm, like this whole engagement yeah. thing is just like when they're twenty-four. It's like no, that's not happening. No one's getting married at twenty-four. Like. Just all of this just doesn't I mean, she seem. She just got to a point where people like her again because nobody likes you when you're 23. You know what I mean? Like, 
Oh, God, who would? Who would? Have people, like, forgiven Rachel? Like, is she, like, fully canceled? Like, what is the vibe? She's got the most followers out of everybody. Was that a Blink-182 reference? Oh gosh! Uh, it kind of it took me it took me a second. I was like, "Oh, that's Blink One Eight Two. Wait, no, that's going to be for whoever wanted it." But I you know Rachel's it. got the most followers ever out of everybody, which is so yeah. telling. And then uh, <coughs> her attempts. But is she still gone? Like, is she can't like cancel? Like such a stupid. I think the word for it is like yeah. I, it, it started out like funny and actually like a thing, but now it's like become a way to weaponize. Like, I don't think she's canceled in any sense. I just think that like. Yeah. I don't think that She'll be I fine. think there's a lot of people out there that are not going to yeah. fuck with her anymore uh, or have ever, you know, but there are going to be people that defend her. But she apologized. Did she apologize? Barely. I sorry. I'm just like sort of barely. out on that. She like barely. posted a, yeah. a mm. she posted that picture of herself with a smoothie in a book about like hard conversations with a black man and it was just like in the background. Yeah. And Ooh. Yeah, it was just like uh it was uh, so was it, Emmanuel Ocho uh, who's going to be the replacement for the after the rose ceremony. Yeah. Um, mm. He wrote a book called Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man, yeah. uh, which is also like a video series that he does. It's actually really good. Yeah. And But like Rachel posted a picture of like her with a green smoothie and the caption is like, it was to her story. And she was like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I love my smoothie. But then the book yep. is in the background, like perfectly placed where you can see yeah, it's that just, it's the book, but it's yeah. not in the forefront. And it's like, I, you think you're right. slick. Like, yeah, okay. but you're not slick. You're not slick at all. You're not. And this is like a book but, that, you know, came out at the end of 2020. Like, it's, you know. She, it, but I agree. Like, I think regardless of whether what came out about a Rachel happened or not, like, I was going to feel just as strongly as I do about Michelle and wanting her to win. Agreed. Michelle uh, is who I want to win. Yeah, That's I think Michelle's I just Michelle's ready. But he's just yeah. Michelle is right. Michelle's right. Michelle Michelle's ready. She's right, and she's just like also like she's almost like she's such a genuine part. I mean, obviously at the end of the day, genuine we don't know her drink, but she's she just seems like this like a character in a Hallmark movie where it's just like when the big city guy moves back to his small town and then he meets this angel of a person like that's what mm-hmm. Michelle is. But I don't think that's what Matt no. wants. Like, I think Matt's a party yeah, Matt's boy a and he wants boy. to just like, he just wants to go like, yeah, he wants to be famous. He wants to go on Dancing uh, with the Stars and he just wants to like be on a party boat in Florida with yeah. Tyler. I mean, that's yeah. just Matt, all like, that's just the vibe, which is I, fine, just but it just honest. doesn't sell right. the franchise. I think Matt is very much in an instance of, and this happens across uh, a lot of people, men and women, of just when they run into someone who has it together so much mm. that uh-huh. it's off-putting because I think it's just like, then it forces someone to look themselves in the mirror and realize like, I don't have it together. Look, it's also more pressure. It's like, well, I really right. can't let you down. Right. Exactly. Like, I yeah. Mean, look, everybody's got their shit together compared to me right now. And so like, I get that. But at the same time, I'm like, <laughs> If you're picking me, there's something going on, right? I'm not going to lie. So have some faith. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty perfect, Mike. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't have it together either. I got McDonald's yesterday. Uh, Get but fucked. That's not, that's okay. that's not a measure. You can, you can still have it together and have no, McDonald's. I had cereal at home. Like I could have ate something better. And I was like, 
Cereal? That's all. You, get McDonald's. I could have made a hearty meal of cereal. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, it is. I was thinking I had it together. But... All I keep thinking about is how badly I want to fry some eggs and put them in a bagel. That's where I'm at. So don't let uh, don't get me started so right good. now. Um, this yeah. episode. If I didn't have this podcast to do every week, I would have skipped the shit out of this episode. Mm-hmm. I would have watched maybe like Michelle's date, yeah. gotten to Breeze and been like, what a shame. She's I'm going to so be real. I think I'd skip yeah. the rest. I would have skipped the I'm rest of the season. I'm going to be real. Se- if we didn't season. have this podcast, I would have stopped watching after MJ left. Oh, wow. Because that would have mm. been the last, like, okay, all of the drama people are gone. No. And then I would have then turned come... around and became a monster to Heather. But it just wasn't, it wasn't as good, though. And, I know, like, I but, you know. I would have dipped to then come back on the finale to see who wins. Didn't MJ go home before Victoria? It just feels though? so. Victoria was still around. Oh, really? No. No. Oh, okay. I thought MJ went I'm, after yeah, Victoria. Yeah, I'm not right. I just think it's overly yeah. produced, so it's like, you know, they're making sure there's a villain. Or you can just kind of see yeah. the the steps yeah. and the plays, so you it's like you don't really see, like, these organic Nothing. Nothing. evolutions, good right. or bad. Yeah. Um, so I, I find it hard to really sink my teeth into it because I just don't right. believe any of and it. I don't like the season, to be honest. There's, first of all, it's hard yeah. to watch a season where you're like, I want to believe in love. I want to believe this show works. And then to have no like knowledge of like, first of all, knowing about all the stuff that Rachel's done has definitely had an effect on my enjoyment of the season. Because I'm just like, well, Matt should come on, man, just send her home so we can enjoy the rest of this. You know what I mean? And right. then she ends up being a top seed and she ends up being final two. And you're like, well, shit, man, because, like, even if this does work out and you do pick her, there's no way that isn't going to be uncomfortable afterwards. Like, I don't think they're going to end up together. Well, I think they tried to save it with Chris Harrison, and I think they pushed him out to be like, she's uh, not that bad. Right, no, everyone? And, and everyone's like, like, you got to go, too. Be retiring, too, man. The guy's got money. Get out of there. Let me host. Uh, <laughs> Here's an unrelated question. Is Rachel still <laughs> married? Like, where's her husband at? Oh, no Rachel idea. Lindsay. Well, I don't know. Let me. I'm gonna give it a Google. Are they still together? I oh, so. I just didn't. I, I thought think she's. I think they? she's in a relationship because I saw someone share an Instagram story where it was like, whoever she's with. I don't know if it's her husband or her boyfriend, but someone I think like shared a photo of them together in support after oh. she deleted her account. But fact check that too. I'm gonna go hmm. ahead and check out personal life. She was married in August of 2019. Married to Brian Abasolo. Yeah, but She'd I just didn't know if her and Brian were still together. Yeah. I think she but turned I, it yeah. down. She for sure right, turned yeah. it down. I, I bet she's the first one that they, they turned to, and she was like, look, you guys have me doing enough without paying me nearly close to it, so how about you up yeah. my number and yeah, I keep totally. doing what I'm doing now? Um, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a... That also... What a weird job that must be, you know? I'd take it in a heartbeat because I don't have much going on, but, like, to have a family and do, like, The Bachelor. <laughs> I bet you it's super sad and it's super It's got to be, like, lonely. Maybe that's why Chris wrote Erotica. He's, like, stuck somewhere in, like, fucking Budapest, and he's like, oh, you mean I'm not allowed to go anywhere for a couple hours because they've got the rose ceremony and you're getting confessionals all day? I don't know. My friend sent me this typewriter from somewhere. I might as well make use of it. 
I, uh, Do you think he works out on The Bachelor? Does he get his pump in? Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. Around the contestants, yeah, yeah. Like, too. Oh, didn't see you there. He uses the yeah, mansion yeah. gym. Chris Harrison has yeah. fucked one of the contestants? A hundred percent. I feel like it, yeah. A hundred percent. Producers have, for yeah. sure. I, I will say one of the first GQ uh, issues I ever bought mm-hmm. had an article on Chris Harrison where they did an interview with him. And the whole article and interview was about how Chris Harrison's the host for a love show, but he's struggled with love and yeah, went through yeah. a divorce and all of this shit. And I was mm-hmm. just like, at the time, I didn't give, it, I didn't know anything about the Bachelor, so yeah. I was like, I don't give a fuck about this. But yeah. I kind of want to go back and read it. Well, dig, dig it up. Have you watched Unreal? Oh, no, I've been meaning the to. The show? That's also on my list. It's really it good. It, I feel like, it, I mean, yeah, it just seems completely yeah. accurate. I, as to I have like. season one. I think there's season one and two that they did. But I have, like, at least one season yeah. on a hard drive that I got to dig up. But, um, uh, I mean. A hard drive. Full, Full season. season. HD. HD? Wow. 1080p? I don't like streaming shit. Fuck pop-ups, okay? Listen, I'm not doing this anymore. Um, well, do season one. Season two is not that great, but season one is, one is, is, is incredible. So, okay, so, well, I almost want to tip our hat about after this season what we're doing, but we'll get to that at the end of the episode. Why not? Mm-hmm. Um, that's the episode. We are done. Uh, I would like to go around and get everybody's Rosenthorn and prediction Rosenthorn. of who gets Matt's engagement at the end of this. Let's go around and order Stacy McGonagall, your Rosenthorn for the episode. And who do you think Matt James is picking? Okay, well, I think that Matt James is, um, as per my text yeah. to you earlier today, was he's Absolutely. picking Rachel, um, everyone else's yeah. wallpaper uh, on the show. Um, I think my rose was Michelle going, is that milk? <laughs> it just really tickled uh-huh. me. Um, that whole spa uh, thing uh-huh. was great. Um, I really enjoyed that. And the thorn... I think the thorn was Brie getting eggs and also the boot. Uh, Just like eggs and then yeah. broken up with. Um, I hated that. Yeah, was really not. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Well, Bo, how about you? What are your rose and thorn this episode? I think the rose for me is Michelle. And I think just her being mm-hmm. a really developed person on their date. Yeah. And I think the thorn is not a person, but the producers of The Bachelor. So not people, but rather demons. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For just I, not even having the mindfulness to be like, oh, we're already getting called out. Maybe we should rethink what we're airing, yeah. even if we would do it normally because we're evil. Yeah. And being like, still, this is a great idea. Yeah. Right. This is really. Sm- I'd like to change my answer to yeah. what Bo's saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to remember that Eloquent. shit because it uh, is a two-hour-long episode, and the beginning is just so jarringly different from the rest of the episode. Yeah. And you're like, I don't want that being burrowed in my memory at all. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Chris, what about you? What are your rose and thorn? So my rose, uh, I have my rose. I'm gonna take half of the petals on the rose to give to Michelle for You're being. You're pulling a, a Mean Girls person. tiara crown at the end yeah. of the spring fling. Uh, to Michelle for being the angel that she is. Right. Uh, Michelle, if if Matt James breaks your heart, I live in Seattle, Washington. If you need a shoulder to cry on, 
Um, wow. You're definitely going to leave my invitation on red because you can do so much better. Uh, and Chris. then the other part of the rose goes to Brie for saying for basically having the same attitude yes. I would have All right. about a camping date of like, yo, for real, are we doing <laughs> like, where's the real date? Like, what the, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Like, it was, I, I'm just going to say, if you are white and you are asking hey, I obviously Matt's not white, but like, if you're white, and you white. ask a black or person of color to go hiking or camping on a date that counts as a racial microaggression. I've seen Get Out. I know what happens when y'all gather in the woods. No, no. When y'all gather in the woods, oh, good wow. things do not happen. So we are staying in the city All where right. I know where, where I know my exits are. And then my thorn was exactly what Stacy and Bo said. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I, but I don't want to copycat. So I'm going to say my, th- my thorn is Rachel uh-huh. and not not for Rachel being jealous, because like we talked about before, that's a right. normal thing. But for Rachel. My thorn was that she went out of her way every time talking to the other women. Yes. To the point where I felt like that was kind of manipulative because it was making, well, shitty. making them feel sh- ashamed for enjoying exactly. their time. And that is a, yeah. And that, that was fucked up. That sucks. That was fucked up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously I think Rachel's going to win, unfortunately. Yeah. I think my I'm having a hard time picking a rose this episode just because like my rose is just, you know, I think that the two of these women are better than this. And Chris just said nice things about both of them. And originally it was just going to be Brie being like, so what's our real date for real? Uh, I'm not taking the shit. Uh, let's what's this whole thing and the things you do for love, that whole thing. Um, although I will say. Let's just go. Thorn is going to be uh, everything that had to do with the dad. And I think Matt, just Matt James is also getting a thorn for like immediately after that conversation. where he's like, I'm happy I had that conversation with my dad. I feel great. I feel amazing. I feel like I'm never going to be anything like him. Like the amount of loaded shit that's just in that one sentence where you have so much to work on. Matt, you idiot. You are not ready for this. Take it easy. And I guess, you know what? Fuck it. My Can I just throw one thing out there? Yeah. I think what's tough when he says stuff like that, though, is you have to think of the camera as what you would say to a therapist after having a moment like that. And that's the kind of thing that he needs the freedom to be able to say, to be like, I'm nothing like my dad. I'm not going to do this thing that, like, really hurt me to someone else and he needs to be able to say that out loud sure. but he needs to be able to say that to someone privately agreed and to yeah. a national mm-hmm. and that's agreed. why that whole thing is my thorn i think my thorn is the fact that matt is so clearly not ready for this and this whole season is for nothing and you know what fuck it my rose is gonna be Katie, what's up? How you doing? You doing okay? I hope you're doing all right. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing the bit again. It's just too much fun. Uh, no, my, my, my rose it's is Brie and Michelle being too good for him. So that's the episode, everybody. Rachel's going to win. Uh, I'm putting money on it. Anybody want to join me in the easiest bet? Um, so uh, it looks like we have like a tumultuous episode next episode. The previews look fucking nuts. 
Um, but we kind of know the outcome already. Like, there's no chance he's picking Michelle. Not with everything that's happening. Not with the way that they're fervently defending Rachel. Um, yeah, there's no way. So, what don't if? do this, Chris. I swear to God. What if what? what if? No. What if no. in next week's episode, no. Chris Harrison comes up and he was like, hey, before you have the rose ceremony with Rachel and Michelle, you gotta kiss we want to let you know... We want to let you know some stuff that we found out. And Chris Harrison tells There's him no chance. all of the stuff about Rachel. There's no and then chance. He's just like, oh my God, I don't know. That's not happening. No but chance. Man, if they do s- that, that's f- uh, all right. But then, no. Nuh uh. No. No, way. there's no way. There's just no way that they would anyway, tackle that. Anyway, we there's are no at the end of the episode. And because we're at the end of the episode, uh, thank you very much. Uh, I don't know if we have any new iTunes reviews. Uh, definitely not uh, in no, Canada, I, I but checked. we appreciate you reviewing us. So please go ahead and do that on iTunes. It helps fi- people find us. Uh, what we have on the docket for the next little bit, for finale night, for finale and after the final rose, we have Mia Jackson and Kix joining us again. So we can look forward to them coming back and give us, giving us the thoughts on the season. And we're, uh, you know, we still have to... I have to message Iffy for this again, but I know Bria is in. But uh, Bria and Iffy, first time viewers of The Bachelor, the first viewing of the season, want to get them back on and see what their experience has been like on probably one of the worst seasons I've seen. And uh, I also want to say that we know that there's downtime coming. There's like an off season of the podcast coming, and we want your input. We want to know what you want to see from us because we have no start date for the bachelorette we don't know when that's coming we don't have a like an air date so we're going to be flying blind and what i have suggested is that we watch are you the one season two uh with uh, with Mm. chris watching it for the first time but my my old roommate kicks uh who uh binged it with me before i moved back to montreal uh she's she's gonna come back in and discuss it with us um, if there's another show that you'd actually like to, to have us cover, uh, we can do that too. But there's Married at First Sight and uh, and uh, 90 Day Fiance and all this shit out there. So uh, on the off season, we're going to get into some other shows. So we're not going away, but we won't have to record, you know, Tuesday night before the Wednesday morning, uh, which is going to be great for me, but even uh, – good for you because you'll have a say in what we're doing so thank you for listening please email us at we didn't get a rose at gmail.com or message us on twitter and instagram tweet at us with what you think and we're gonna get on it so thank you for listening thank you to our guests the the sweet angels that they are stacy mcgonagall and bo johnson thank you for being here i love you all very much and i want to say a big shout out and a big thank you to the guy running our social media, to the guy who made this possible by being such a sweetie and being like, you know what, we should do this as a podcast. The sweet angel, ooh, look at him. I love his smile. He's looking good. Look at the turtleneck with Matt Chains on it. Shout out to Chris Mejia, my sweet, sweet boy. I love you very, very much. And that's the end of the episode before you get to say it about me. All right, bye, everybody. <laughs> bye. <laughs>